0: The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving.
1: And are ready for another productive week 888-933-93 it's unbelievable how fast time goes by isn't it seems like the you know the thanksgiving week just started man it's over just like that uh 888-933-93 and with each passing day comes more and more uh, accusations of sexual harassment it's Pretty much out of control at this point. As we said, this is like a fire, that a wildfire that stopped, started and you, you, it just can't be stopped. You just can't put this fire out. Last week while, while I was on vacation, uh, Charlie Rose was summarily fired, uh, quickly fired after alleg- allegations. And I mean, nothing was proven. He hasn't been taken to court. He, he was just accused course he did apologize and said his behavior was inappropriate so uh, i guess that gave them all the information they needed and he was fired from cbs he was fired from pbs he was fired from bloomberg which distributes his show pretty incredible eight women accused him of sexual harassment and unwanted advances now the unwanted advance thing is strange to me How are you supposed to know it's unwanted until you advance? I mean, as long as you're not groping or feeling or touching or in any way doing anything inappropriate. But if you is asking a girl out for dinner, is that an unwanted advance? Yeah, it could be, right? In fact, a lot of some of these accusations have been as simple, as petty as he asked me out. Well, so say no and move on. If he asks you out again, say no again. But uh, Charlie Rose was fired last Tuesday. Um, CBS's statement was a short time ago, we terminated Charlie Rose's employment with CBS effective immediately. This followed the revelation yesterday of extremely disturbing and intolerable behavior said to have revolved around his PBS program. Again, said to have, not proven to have revolved. So, Kind of interesting. In light of uh, yesterday's revelations, here's PBS's uh, uh, statement. PBS has terminated its relationship with Charlie Rose and canceled distribution of his programs. Bloomberg said virtually the same thing. Uh, His co-host on CBS this morning, Gail King, said she was really grappling with the accusations, calling them horrible. He doesn't get a pass because I can't stop thinking about the anguish of these women. What happened to their dignity? What happened to their bodies? What happened to maybe even their careers. I can't stop thinking about that and the pain they're going through. Uh, King and co-host Nora O'Donnell said they hadn't spoken to Rose, planned to reach out, and I'm sure they've done that by now. Um, Rose said, in my 45 years in journalism, I've prided myself on being an advocate for the careers of the women with whom I've worked. Nevertheless, in the past few days... Claims have been made about my behavior towards some former female colleagues. It's essential that these women know I hear them. (laughs) Uh, And that I deeply apologize for my inappropriate behavior. So that's, I guess, an admission right there. He said, I'm greatly embarrassed. I've behaved insensitively at times. And I accept responsibility for that. Though, I do not believe that all of these allegations are accurate. I also felt that I was pursuing shared feelings, even though I now realize I was mistaken. Well, you should have known that you were mistaken at the time it happened, shouldn't you? Again, I'm just, I'm kind of struggling with that point and because almost universally, nobody says, hey, don't do that. I guess you're afraid for your career or, but don't you have to, Stand up for yourself at some point. Take a stand. They, several of the women, uh, one of his producers claims that she'd be over at his house for some sort of meeting, and uh, he would just walk by her naked. (laughs) I can't can't imagine what kind of person does that.
2: Wait, uh, no, that reminds me of some of the meetings we've had over at your place. Right? Except for no, not. Not.
3: Okay. <laughs> I mean, That's... I not uh,
2: You know,
1: my wife doesn't. She, she doesn't want to see me naked. Nobody wants to see me naked. <laughs> okay. I fully comprehend that. And uh, so I don't subject anybody to it. But let's say I'm in the greatest shape of my life and there's a woman over. I'm still not just assuming she's going to dig this. <laughs> I'm going to walk past her naked. Right. <laughs> Come on. Now, on the, other, on the other side of this equation, if you're over at Charlie Rose's house for a meeting and he walks past you naked, do you just sit there as if nothing happened? Because that's not normal. Could you, even if you're afraid for your job, don't you say, Charlie, put some clothes on. Charlie, that's, that's not appropriate. Don't you say any of that? I don't know that there's a job
2: worth it. There's to not. To subject yourself to
1: that. No, there's not. There isn't. And so when it happens
2: six times,
1: I mean, after the first time, you don't go back there. You say, no, I'm not coming over to your house. We can have this meeting at work. And if that's not good enough, I'll find another job. I mean, Charlie Rose is not, he's not the king of the universe. He he can't stop you from working somewhere else. Uh, I just, I mean, it's it's strange to me that there's just no responsibility on the part of the victims. And I, I'm not blaming the victims, but I'm just saying, isn't there some kind of responsibility on the other side, too? To say, hey, no, that's, that's not appropriate. I'm I'm not going to do that again. Maybe you do it a second time thinking, okay, that was just an aberration. But a third, fourth, fifth, and sixth time? Oh, of course then he thinks of course he thinks it's shared at that point yeah, she's digging me walking naked in front of her we're gonna have another naked meeting over at my house <laughs> I don't you're gonna
2: get the wrong impression
1: at that point I think
2: maybe he used to be in shape and then just over time it just became unattractive
1: oh, man I don't
2: know he seems
1: like he's in pretty good shape now and he's what 75. Hmm. uh I've it's this is a This is a confusing one for me. Uh, Also, John Conyers has been accused uh, since last we spoke. Uh, He stepped down from his leadership position. And uh, it is interesting to to listen to Nancy Pelosi on this issue. It's unbelievable. First of all, John Conyers has been in office for 27 terms. 54 years in office. Way too long. Mm. I mean... Really time for a constitutional amendment on term limits. Yeah, that's
2: a scandal in of itself.
1: Yeah, 27, ter- time to go. And meanwhile, uh, Nancy Pelosi says this about the Conyers situation. You
4: said there's now a zero tolerance. Yes. John Conyers, what does that mean for him right now? now? Let's say in or out. we
5: are strengthened by due process oh. just because someone is
4: mm-hmm. accused.
5: You, and, and was it one accusation? Is it two? Mm-hmm. I think there has to be. John Conyers is an icon <coughs> in our country. He has done a, gr- a great deal to protect women. at Violence Against Women Act, which the left wing, right wing is now quoting me as praising him for his work on that. And he did great mm-hmm. work on that. But the fact is, mm-hmm. uh, as John reviews his case, which he knows, which I don't, mm-hmm. I believe he will Why do. You? I believe that well, he will. That excuse you me, don't... may I finish my sure, sentence?
1: Sure. That- and he never gets back to that, by the way. You're, you're, the, you're the minority leadership. What do you mean you don't know about it? Why don't you know about it? You absolutely should know about this. And you should have dealt with it a long time ago.
5: He will do the right thing.
4: And is the right thing what? Resign.
5: he will do the right thing in terms of what he knows about his situation mm-hmm. that he's entitled to due process but women are reti- entitled to due process right. as well
4: Wait, was he, but he got it he took advantage Jeez. of a situation where he had an, uh, the rules of congress and i know you guys want to change these rules right. but he got to hide his settlement right. he got to he's already accusers had, due process. had to go through all, all sorts and of craziness so why is he entitled to new due process well I, in I, this I've, case no
5: I, I i we are talking about what we have heard I've asked the ethics committee to review that. Yeah. He has said he'd be open. He it will cooperate do you believe with the any
4: review. Excuse me. Do you believe John Conyers is? Accusers?
5: I don't know who they are. Do you? They have not really come forward. Yeah, because they can't. And, and that gets so to you. You don't point. know
4: if you believe the accusations.
5: <laughs> what? That's for the ethics committee to review. But I thought I all women deserve he understands being believed. What is at stake here? And he will do the right thing.
1: Will he? okay, yeah, I'm sure he will. <laughs> I'm sure. I have every confidence. John Conyers is going to do the right thing. I get a kick out of these people who say John Conyers will do the right thing. I mean that—that's craziness. First of all, he had due process. They've already they—they they took care of this under the table. Whenever this happened, and paid off the accuser, and then signed her to a confidentiality agreement so that she loses the payout or whatever if she speaks up. She's trying, at least one of the accusers is trying desperately uh, to get out of that and to be able to speak because he he certainly is and so is Nancy Pelosi. Mm -hmm. All the Democratic leadership is defending this guy. So due process has been done. So don't hide behind due process. And why is due process only relevant with John Conyers and, of course, Al Franken, who, who Pelosi also defends? Uh, it's, it, but then you get to Roy Moore and it's a different story.
4: Frankly, when you watch some of the reactions by the president in defending Roy Moore, or at least overlooking the allegations against Roy Moore, that were you putting politics ahead of your personal disgust? Yes.
5: No, but we're talking about a child molester.
4: Whoa. Uh, this okay, is, but
5: we're but talking but about a child molester. But pres-
1: Whoa. What about due process? I thought due process was such an important thing. Roy Moore hasn't had due process. No charges have been leveled at him. Accusations have been leveled. No charges. He hasn't gone to court yet. What happened to this?
5: Because you know what our biggest strength is. What due process.
1: Oh, except in the case of Roy Moore or any other Republican. She's a hypocrisy. I just don't. How do they get away with the continued hypocrisy? Pretty amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. With your thoughts, uh, sealing up your house for the winter sounds great, unless your indoor air quality is bad enough to make your family sick, and then it's all sealed in there, and you're just going to continually uh, have problems. You could be trapping mold and pet dander and pollen and even combust- combustion sources and cleaning products. Your furnace's filter, if it hasn't been changed in a while. When you crank up the heat uh you could be cycling all that bad stuff throughout your house so take a deep breath there's a great solution it's called filterby.com it's really easy just search by size brand or merv rating at filterby.com if you have a strange or unusual uh filter size there's uh, no problem they literally make one just for you your filters will be shipped free within 24 hours and all their filters are made right here in the US. When you set up auto delivery, you'll save 5% and then you never have to think about, well, is it time to change them again because they just come and then you know it's time to change filter again. So go to filterbuy.com today, get the best price on top quality filters, shipped free within 24 hours. It's amazingly convenient, inexpe- inexpensive and and so such a great product so easy filterby.com that's filterby.com
0: this is pat gray the blaze radio network Blaze Radio Network. So, the list of
1: the accused uh, just continues to grow. It is it's pretty amazing now, uh, and it, it includes Ben Affleck uh, accused of groping an MTV host, Hillary Burton, during a 2003 appearance. He's apologized for that. Uh, he's been accused by two women, actually. And then Gavin Baker, who is a technology fund manager, Fidelity Investments, accused by multiple employees of harassment. Uh, he left the company. John Besch, who's a big-time celebrity chef, accused by 25 women saying they were sexually harassed. Perhaps the most disappointing one, George H.W. Bush, has been accused now of groping... Seven or eight women grabbing their butts. One of them was 16 at the time. Uh, Louis C.K. That, that's a strange one because he apparently got their permission to do what he did in front of them. And now they're upset about it. Well, you gave permission. You said yes. Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys actually accused of rape. Uh, then there's John Conyers. Andy Dick, who had a, maybe the most amazing explanation of, of anyone uh, yeah, I, I sometimes lick people's faces. That's my thing. <laughs> oh, well, maybe that shouldn't be your thing. Okay, shouldn't, shouldn't be. Uh, Richard Dreyfus has been accused. Uh, he said that I became an a-hole, the kind of performative masculine man my father had modeled me for me to be. I lived by the motto, if you don't flirt, you die. And flirt I did, but I'm not an assaulter. Okay? Hamilton Fish, who's a publisher of the New Republic magazine, uh, resigned November 3rd following an investigation into inappropriate conduct by female employees. Of course, there's Al Franken you know about. Alex Galati, International Olympic Committee member. Uh, He's been accused of rape. Gary Goddard, producer and writer of Masters of the Universe. The He-Man cartoon? Wow. Accused by ER actor Anthony Edwards of molesting him when he was 12 years old. Wow, there have been a lot of those. David Gelode, the manager, producer, and co-CEO of Primary Wave Entertainment, which uh, did Atomic Blonde, was accused by actress Jessica Barth of drugging and sexually assaulting her. Uh, Mark Halperin, of course, from MSNBC, summarily fired. He was accused by many women. Dustin Hoffman has been accused sexual harassment by Anna Graham Hunter. She talked about sex and he talked about sex in front of her while she was 17 years old. Wait, he talked about sex in front of you? Uh strange. Okay. Is that mo- is that molesting someone though? That's I guess it's harassing them?
2: Yeah, I guess yeah. I I don't know. I can't it's, I haven't updated yeah. the, I
1: mean, the definition. The definition has gotten a lot broader than it used to be. Danny Jordan, former South African Soccer Association president, been accused by uh, former member of parliament Jennifer Ferguson of raping her in 1993. Steve Jurvetson, founding partner of a venture capital firm, uh, indirect and secondhand allegations. Ethan Kath, songwriter, producer of Canadian music group Crystal Castles. You know them. I've never heard of Crystal Castles, Mm -mm. accused of rape by former bandmate Alice Glass, Uh, Andrew Kreisberg, who is the creator of the superhero series The Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow, suspended by Warner Brothers after um, a variety story in which 15 women and four men, this guy's an equal opportunity uh, molester apparently. Alleged sexual harassment and inappropriate physical contact. John Lasseter, chief creative officer for Pixar and Disney. Wow, taking a six-month leave of absence, hoping this will blow over, no doubt. Benny Medina, the manager of Jennifer Lopez, accused of attempted rape by Jason Dotley. Uh, Murray Miller, a screenwriter best known for the hit series Girls, was accused of sexual assault by actress Aurora Perrineau. Of course, there's Roy Moore you you know about. Michael Oreskes, Senior Vice President for News at NPR. He's gone. Jeremy Piven, who's an actor I I really like. Um, And he absolutely vehemently denies any inappropriate conduct. Roy Price the Amazon Studios programming chief uh, has been relieved of his duties I think I think there was one accusation against him Brett Ratner has been accused of of rape by several actresses Twiggy Ramirez former bassist and guitarist of the band Marilyn Manson accused of rape by Jack uh, okay I won't say the name of the the band uh, by Jessica <laughs> Adams <laughs> Wow. I mean, that's... Uh, <laughs> when you can't even say the name of the band... Uh,
2: that, that, I remember that problem uh, in college radio. Yeah, yeah. When, you know, you're trying to make a name for yourself, then maybe mm-hmm. give the band a name that DJs That can you can say actually say on the radio. On federally regulated airwaves. Be helpful, yes.
1: <laughs> Unless you're planning, I don't ever want this to be played on the radio. Sure.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Terry Richardson, multiple uh, allegations by models. Uh, of course, Charlie Rose, which we discussed. Gilbert Razon... Uh, Festival organizer, been accused by at least nine women. Chris Savino, an animator, best known for The Loud House, fired from Nickelodeon. Uh, Mark Shawan, creator of One Tree Hill, was accused of traumatizing sexual harassment by 18 cast and crew members. Uh, Robert Scoble, Steven Seagal, uh, sexual harassment.
3: Hmm.
1: Uh, these guys think a lot of themselves. Apparently, uh, unzipping his uh, pants in front of women and trying to show them his package.
2: I'm thinking the next That's time, really
1: presumptuous. You're man. wanting
2: to read this updated list. It might take less time if you just read the list of men who, who haven't been accused. Yes, good, definitely. Grief, man. Then
1: you got Russell Simmons, Tom Sizemore, wow. Kevin Spacey, Sylvester Stallone, George Takei, Jeffrey Tambor, Glenn Thrush, James Toback. Bob Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein, the entire Weinstein family. That part isn't true. Matthew Weiner, Ed Westwick, uh, Leon Weisler. I, wow. I mean, some of these people I've never even heard of. And uh, the list just keeps growing every single day. For his part, Al Franken has been kind of interesting to follow on this saga. He He admitted to wrongdoing, and yet he's really kind of hedging the whole thing sort of trying to wiggle out of this at the same time listen to this
6: are they mistaken that their butt was grabbed is that what you're saying
7: i am not s- saying that i oh don't remember these as i said remember, I take you don't thousands remember. of photos so i don't remember these photos. Yeah. particular photos i think with okay. all
6: due respect i think people are going to look at this and find it hard to believe that someone such as yourself, wouldn't know that they were grabbing somebody's butt.
7: <laughs> Good point. I can understand how people would feel that way. So, so, have can you, you? ever well, placed thank a you. hand no. on some woman's butt? Uh-huh. You know, I, I, I can't say that that hasn't happened.
1: He can't say that that hasn't happened. I, too, have taken thousands of photos. You know, we've had hundreds and hundreds of appearances all over the all over the country, Mm. and in fact, in many parts of the world where we've taken photos, and I can categorically say not once, not ever have I groped a woman's butt or any other part of her. So with certitude,
2: you can say that you know exactly where your hands were every picture? Yes, every time, every
1: single time, never ventured to the buttocks. Not, not once.
2: Did you mix in a... David Copperfield? No, feel I, no I've
1: never told it. David, you know what my favorite book is? Hmm. David Copperfield. Never done that? <laughs> I mean, thousands of photos, so what? You should absolutely categorically know you either have or have not done that. That's such a stinking lie from Al Franken. He's just trying to hide behind it now. He's trying to have it both ways. Where he comes out and he's sympathetic toward the accuser, you know, but I mean, it, I've I remember things differently than she does. Uh, that's that's the other part of his excuse that he he remembers he remembers some of these kissing incidents. We'll play this after uh, after the break here. That he remembers some of these kissing incidents differently than the accuser does. In what way? Uh, listen to the response. We'll we'll get that. We'll get to that in uh, just a second here. Triple 888- eight. 933 93 uh, we've also got I mean there's other things happening besides if you can believe it the sexual harassment charges and uh, we'll get into some of those things coming up shortly 888-933-93 your comments also the pie gate story one of the more important stories uh, from the Thanksgiving holiday we'll get into that as well on the blaze
0: The Blaze Radio Network.
1: (laughs) Pat Gray Unleashed. 888 to get in touch with us. You can also, uh, you can tweet at Pat Unleashed. Andy Young uh, tweets, We've officially reached the theater of the absurd. The LA Kings mascot, Bailey, has been accused now too. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, boy. Um, three Jeeps three? I didn't think anyone could respond to an accusation of sexual harassment worse than Roy Moore until I heard Al Franken by the way, only Franken is physical evidence against him. Hmm. Good point. Uh just too muck and fudge. <laughs> Says, Tell Pat it's time for Christmas music. Go tell it on the mountain. Mm. Uh, wait,
2: they, wait, 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 wait. No, they, they put the little they put the I little know. musical notes I, yeah, around it. I know it. they did. I know so they did. So Let's give it its <laughs> do here.
1: But I mean the reason they're asking for this is because <laughs> every year around this time, Glenn breaks out <laughs> the go tell it on the mountain song. Uh That I've accused him of, it's not Christmas music. Mm -hmm. That's not, at least it's not traditional. And it's, who is it that does that? It's like some woman with Mm. a, you know, the big operatic voice. So I'm not a huge fan. (laughs) (laughs) And every time it would play, I would, I would mockingly sing along and that's apparently, what they want me to do.
2: And what are the lyrics again on that song? Go
1: tell it on the mountain
2: Over the hills and everywhere
1: Go tell it on the mountain Goes something like that. A little something like that. That's good stuff. And uh, So it's it's so not one of my favorites. Happy holidays. Yes. Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, 888-933-93 <laughs> kind of an interesting fact. Uh Trump went golfing again over the uh holiday. In fact, every day for five days in a row. And that brings his total to eighty-one times of he's gone golfing uh during his presidency. Eighty one. Sadly, it's it's more than Barack Obama. By a lot. Uh at this point of his presidency, Obama had gone golfing uh Let's see. For comparison, at this point, he'd, he'd, he'd golf 26 times. 26 times. Mm. So Trump has almost tripled that pace, at least two and a half times. And, of course, George Bush played 24 rounds of golf during his entire presidency. 24. Obama wound up golfing 333 times. Uh, but Trump is apparently on a much faster clip than that. He also had some interesting uh, tweets about the Time magazine offering him person of the year, and he shot them down. A former editor shot back saying Trump was wrong. He made fun of Trump for having a fake Time cover made up for his golf clubs, which, um, you know, who hasn't done that? But now Time itself (laughs) shot back a little bit saying, wow, that's awesome. That's why the voters put Trump into the Oval Office, to start Twitter flame wars with the news media, not to repeal Ob- Obamacare or to pass tax cuts or to build a wall. These tweets are how we make America great again, citizens. Obviously, mocking tone there from time. And they, they also say that they don't disclose or or tell any of the potential candidates that they're potential candidates. So they're calling Trump a liar on this. It it it's probably not the best idea for Trump to be claiming these things with, with a hostile media that will, you know, jump all over him. And there's no, there's no winning that. Cause it's his word against theirs, I guess. Um, and so you're, it's just going to be a, he said, she said, and his his supporters will still believe him anyway, I suppose. So it's probably fine. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's
1: probably fine. <laughs> yeah. And and there's a lot of people who actually look forward to his tweets. Uh, I, I think he tweets a little too often, perhaps? A little. And just a should, little too Just a little too often. Hmm. And should maybe consider backing off that just a tad. Um, hmm. Also, in, in the frivolous category from last week, Sarah Huckabee Sanders tweeted out uh, a photo of a pie. And she claimed she had baked the pie uh, she's not a big baker, she said, but she did have time to do that, and and gave out, a, posted a picture of a chocolate pecan pie for Thanksgiving at the Family Farm. Mm-hmm. Well, for some reason, people who saw that in the news media didn't believe that she baked it. I mean, oh. that's how ridiculous and petty this has gotten. Does it matter really? I mean, I know that they're they're trying to show that the administration. Never tells the truth. But to go after Sarah Huckabee Sanders for a photo of a pie, whether she baked it or not, is just ridiculous. It's asinine. April D. Ryan, who is uh, with the American Urban Radio Network, tweeted out, show it to us on a table because it was a white background. She put a pie on a white background and then tweeted it out. And so April Ryan didn't believe that was an actual pie. like she photoshopped it or took it from somewhere else.
2: I can't. <laughs> Is that
1: unbelievable?
2: I mean, it's unbelievable.
1: They are so unhinged uh, that even if you're not a, a, a massive Trump supporter, you just you're forced into defending him and, and his administration because they're so unhinged, they will call her a liar. For saying she baked a chocolate pecan pie,
2: (laughs) that's serious stuff. You don't want to be screwing around with that. I mean, no, not with pie. Don't don't tell me you baked a pie if you didn't actually bake a pie. It's like a national security issue on some level. I
1: I think we're talking impeachment. You think so? I think we're talking impeachment
2: because the press gal might have not baked a pie. Yeah. Well, she claims she did. Yeah, but maybe she didn't. Yeah. What if she didn't? We should have a you know pie gate or something going on. Yes, that's what they're calling it now. Pie gate. (sighs) I can't. I mean, uh, it's just <laughs> turn out the light.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's almost time to shut shut it off. Just just flip the country off with a switch. No, not, no, not no, with I, your finger. I
2: kind of like the, the the first way we were going with that. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's just madness. I mean, the things we we are so far away from the things we should be talking about. It's like you oh, can't yeah. even see the horizon now. It's yeah. like whatever, man. No the doubt not
1: exist. No doubt about it. Uh, plus we we mentioned the, uh, the Franken statements on mm. his sexual harassment uh, accusations, just really Weasley stuff here. And they're they're presenting him as if, oh, he's completely coming clean on this and he's he's apologized and she accepted and so it's it's over and let's not even worry about the Franken thing except there's been other accusations now. And listen to his explanation here uh, when he's cornered on the on the initial one from tweeden what leanne tweeden
7: with leanne tweeden i said with her that i had a different recollection of the you, kiss we had a different during the rehearsal
6: for that hmm.
1: but what is
6: your recollection of that kiss
1: good good question now listen to the answer what is your recollection okay it's different from hers what's your recollection my recollection
7: of that kiss is Huh? different yeah. from hers. It yeah, is you said that, that you said was, that. we were rehearsing that's a that's um, the same as hers. A sketch. So far that's where, the same. Uh, I, I kiss her right. and yeah, we know it's that. really to set up a soldier coming up to kiss mm-hmm. her. Yeah, we and, know that. Um, How is it different? We're looking for my different. recollection is different than hers, In what way? in what moment, I think it's
1: important
7: to honor that's the, amazing. the experience <laughs> of women. So I apologize to her and I meant it.
1: It's important to honor the experience of women.
2: <laughs> what, is, what are you
1: talking about?
2: You know, it's, a, it's a how ba- is that different from hers? And it's a bad sign out of the gate when you yeah. repeat the question back to the interviewer. You're like, very bad. I need some time here. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, so what was Mike's? Ex-
1: uh, he wasn't planning to be uh, <laughs> t- held accountable for this. He w- he wasn't planning for follow up questions and she
7: she she, she was gracious enough to accept my apology
1: yeah but i still didn't hear something um like how was it different from hers your recollection how is it different he never explains it it is he doesn't say any way it was different so he's trying to hedge here he's trying to equivocate i'm not gonna make any excuses i'm sorry you just did you just you just did you said your recollection is different from hers, but you can't say how.
7: I am
3: uh-huh. uh, embarrassed uh, and
7: ashamed of, yeah. of uh, 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 some of what has come out.
1: Some, I am embarrassed and ashamed of some of what has come out. Wait a minute. Well, wait, I thought your recollection was different from hers. What part are you embarrassed and ashamed by?
2: Wait, he's, he's embarrassed by some of what's come out? Some or, of what's coming out. N- not all. But does that mean that there's more coming, or he's just embarrassed by some of what has come out?
1: God, I mean, <laughs> if I had to guess, I'd say there's a lot more uh-huh. where that came from with <laughs> Al Franken. But can can he say he hasn't actually grabbed a woman's butt? Are um, they
6: mistaken <laughs> that their butt was grabbed? <laughs> is that what you're saying is that what you're
1: saying saying that oh you're not
7: saying you're mistaken okay don't remember these i said i take thousands of photos so i don't remember these Mm -hmm. particular photos i think with all due respect
6: i think people are going to look at this and find it hard to believe that someone such as yourself wouldn't know that they were grabbing somebody's butt
3: (laughs) right
7: right i can understand how people would feel (laughs) that way have you ever placed a hand on some Yeah, well, I, I I can't I, say I, that I, that hasn't
1: happened. <laughs> <laughs> I I I I lost all feeling in my hands, and so sometimes they wind up in places and sure. I don't even know they're there. Sure, that's understandable. I, I I have no sensory perception of my hands, so
2: is it like a condition or something, Senator? Yes, it's, I mean,
1: it's a condition. Like
2: what? You mm-hmm. can't like feel things?
1: No, I can't feel a thing. Really? So sometimes so... my hands are in places where I don't even know they are, so I can't say for certain. I'm
3: sorry to hear that. There's
1: a reporter now, uh, Michael Thornton, who is also claiming that he fought off sexual advances made by Marlon Brando, Noel Coward, and others. (laughs) Uh, So these people are not around to defend themselves. It's it's kind of interesting. Uh, He says that uh, he was accosted in the shower by Marlon Brando at some point. Um and I guess there's always been rumors about Marlon Brando being what? Bisexual, I guess, because mm. he was married, in fact, to Elizabeth Taylor several times. Who was it, twice, though? right? I mean, Almost everybody was. Right. So. except me. Mm. I, I I was never married. I think I'm the last man the last on the planet who was not married at some point to Elizabeth Taylor. Um <laughs> But he so he ga- he did not give in to either Marlon Brando or uh, or Noel Coward, but he did give in to the Duchess of Argyle. Uh, he was cooling off at a giant pink seashell when the Duchess, to my alarm, stepped into a bath into the bath with him. Took me several seconds to register the fact that she had no clothes on. Hmm, that doesn't, you know, it it seems like a pretty noticeable thing when somebody's (laughs) naked in front of you. (laughs) Took you you a while, though? (laughs) I thought I would join you, she said, in a charming manner that suggested taking a bath with a naked man she'd only met an hour or so earlier was a perfectly normal occurrence. The Duke of Argyle was not in the residence on that day, but word of what had taken place in the pink seashell was to reach him in due course, and he wrote bitterly to Margaret's father, like many middle aged women, she has developed a taste for the attentions of young men of her children's age. And the re- reporter claims he was eight months younger than Margaret's son, uh, Brian Sweeney, at the time. So he fought off valiantly Marlon Brando and Noel Coward, but succumbed to the Duchess of Argyle.
2: I have a pink Again, seashell. who hasn't, though, yeah. in
1: the peak seashell? i will do it to you every time. Triple Eight, 933 93. Got to tell you about Patriot Mobile. Uh, I was fascinated over the weekend when uh, one of the big mobile companies was announcing their Black Friday special. Because Patriot Mobiles was an offer for uh, $20 plus a penny on the phone and the service. The big mobile was uh, offering $40, double the price of Patriot Mobile on Black Friday. Kind of interesting. Plus then, you know, some special deal. On a phone that was not going to be a thousand dollars, but a little bit less than that, whereas Patriot Mobile was doing the twenty dollar offer with uh, and a penny for the phone, just incredible. And so, if you are sick and tired of the nonsense that comes from big mobile, not only the high prices and uh, the hyperbole and the claims, but also the fact that they donate portions of your of of your bill to liberal causes and progressive causes like Planned Parenthood, for instance, and uh, trying to take away our gun rights, whereas Patriot Mobile does the opposite. They fund traditional family values and religious freedom and and opportunities for American citizens, plus the NRA. Uh, Patriot Mobile was founded with one thing in mind, making patriotism easy. Our country needs patriots right now. And so that's why there's Patriot Mobile. For over uh, 200 years, our nation's principles have guided us. And we need to continue the fight uh, for life, for our Second Amendment rights, and for less government in our lives. Right now, Patriot Mobile is offering unlimited talk, text, and data at better prices than anything you can get from Big Mobile. You don't have to suffer with Big Mobile any longer. You get the same nationwide coverage with unlimited talk, text, and data for a better price. Unlimited talk and text starts at twenty dollars a month. Just unheard of. Twenty dollars a month. So call them today, one-eight hundred a patriot, or visit their website at patriotmobile.com slash pat. Use the promo code PAT, and they'll also waive the activation fee for you. It's one-eight hundred a patriot or patriotmobile.com slash pat and use the promo code pat to waive the activation fee.
0: Pat Gray only on the Blaze Radio Network
1: Pat Gray Welcome, 888 thirty three ninety three. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving week. Uh, in Seattle, the Space Needle getting a little uh, facelift, apparently. Up to $100 million renovation going on in, the, uh, in Seattle for the, for the Space Needle. It began as a crude sketch on a cocktail napkin. Somebody thought it looked like a saucer on a stick. And then 400 days, just took 400 days to build this thing. Four and a half million dollars and 605 feet later, it loomed majestically over the 1962 Seattle World Fair. Would it surprise you to know that the Space Needle in Seattle is shorter than the San Antonio, what do they call that, American Tower? Oh, really? Yeah. The, yeah it looks about. like the Space Needle yeah. in San Antonio.
2: That thing is over 700 feet. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I, I was really surprised. What amazes me, it's the fact that you just said it took them 400 days, right? Something like that? Yeah. Um, the way, like the Empire State Building, how long it took them? You know, it was... The 11 way, months. Right, the way we used to build things.
1: Yeah, it went up fast.
2: This country actually moved quickly. Yes. Mm. Yes. There was a
1: time. <laughs> yeah, there was. <laughs> and then, of course, government regulations stopped that process.
2: That's why it took,
1: what, 11 years to build the... Uh, the mm-hmm. what do they call it? World Trade One so, or something?
2: One 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 World, World Trade, 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 Center Trade Center
1: Freedom World Tower, World Tower, whatever it, whatever Freedom it wound Tower. up being called, so as not to offend the Chinese. Uh, it <laughs> took a long time, like eleven years. Crazy. Oh, pathetic. It's just it's crazy. Uh, and then you wonder why we don't like government regulation. Well, because it ruins everything. That's why. For at least three decades now, scientists and environmental activists have been warning that the world is, of course, on the verge of a global warming apocalypse that will flood coastal cities. It will tear up roads and bridges with megastorms and bring widespread famine and misery to much of the world. And if you're to listen to Ted Turner, cannibalism is on the way. We're going to start eating each other. Uh, The only solution, they say, is to rid the world of fossil fuel, coal, natural gas, and oil. Now, of course, that's what powers our society, our civilization. But they want all of that gone. Uh, And of course, as long as they've been yelling and screaming about this, uh, we've seen no catastrophic results of global warming. Really, there's been nothing that they can point to. They claimed it was going to make hurricanes uh, more frequent and more devastating. Neither of those turned out to be the case. Because after they made that claim in 2005, in An Inconvenient Truth, the movie by Al Gore, we didn't have another one for 12 years. 12 years. And then, of course, this year we were hit several times. But nothing like they said it was. So human civilization has not collapsed, despite... Uh, the Chicken Little warnings wait, from the left.
2: Wait, 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 wait. Are you sure? Because it feels sure. like it feels like civilization is actually collapsing every day.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: <laughs> that's that's
1: political correctness, oh, not global okay. warming. My bad. Mm-hmm. So, um, a group of 1,700 scientists and experts signed a letter 25 years ago, warning of massive ecological and societal collapse if nothing was done to curb overpopulation, pollution and the capitalist society in which we live today. The Union of Concerned Scientists put out a second letter earlier this year, once again warning of the dire consequences. Now, uh, numbering 15,000, the group warns, soon it will be too late to shift course away from our failing trajectory and time is running out. We must recognize in our day-to-day lives and in our governing institutions that Earth, with all its life, is our only home. Um... However, none of this has come to fruition since their warnings of the same thing in 1992. Uh, New York Magazine writer David Wallace-Wells published a 7,000-word article that the planet would be uninhabitable by the end of the century. That was last century.
2: Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Wait, wait. it's
1: still habitable. I don't know if you're aware of that.
2: In one of the things you sent over um, while we were away, mm-hmm. it said that uh, a child born today, or I'm sorry, a child graduating high school today has never known a month um, where the temperature has increased uh, globally. In other words, wow. it's clearly stopped right. warming for now, at least.
1: Yes. That's what, I
2: mean, it's it's a 17 year pause now. Mm-hmm.
1: 17 years. Prince Charles' global warming deadline passed. Nothing happened. Uh, He famously warned in July 2009 that humanity had 96 months to save the world from irretrievable climate and ecosystem collapse and all that goes with it. (laughs) Usually they don't do a a prediction like that because it's too short and we remember. Okay, he said just three, four, or five years ago that it was going to be collapsed by now, and it's not. So that deadline passed. The prince hasn't issued an update, by the way. (laughs) Um, Then there was the ice apocalypse. Liberal writer and climate scientist Eric Holthaus claimed man-made global warming would set off the ice apocalypse at a pace too quickly for humanity to adapt. Uh, That didn't happen either. Uh, Then there was this from world leaders at the Vatican. 2015 is the last effective opportunity to stop catastrophic warming. Okay, it's, it's almost 2018 now. Uh, France's foreign minister said we had 500 days to stop climate chaos. That was in 2014. The 500 days is long over. Uh, Barack Obama made this the statement a lot of times that it's the last chance to stop global warming. Uh, said it in 2012. <laughs> We're still around. It's 2017. Uh. Just unbelievable. The list goes on and on about how many times they've been wrong in their predictions, and they're never called on it. 888-900-3392.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Yeah, hour number two. Already. Uh giving you the sweat and blood of an entire hour after a week's vacation. It's I think it's time for another vacation. That was it's a full hour. Wait. I mean what more do we need to do? We give and we give and we give.
2: You're being serious, right? Well like of course time to go.
1: Yeah, it's yes. No, yes I mean, or no. Uh we might want to wait another couple of weeks. Uh, until Christmas if, before we take off again. But, I mean... <laughs> I thought it was time to go. Uh, the, the slave driving around here. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. President Trump said there should be a contest about which network is most dishonest. Which do you think? 888 thirty three ninety three. 93 That might be a fun contest to have. <clears throat> um, on his first morning back in Washington, President Trump suggested that a contest may be in order to determine which news network is the most dishonest in its coverage of him. Uh, the winner would receive the fake news trophy. He said in a tweet. He's incredible. Stop left out of his challenge. Of course is Fox news. Uh, so, but CNN, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, uh, NBC, I, for me, for my money, uh, it's got to be MSNBC. I, I think he hates CNN the most, but uh, I think MSNBC is ridiculous. Uh, they're all unhinged against him. It, it is kind of interesting to watch. I, I don't know if they're making things up. I don't know if they're being dishonest, but they certainly do slant the news against him. and uh, it's It's interesting to watch because they have n- no recognition that they didn't do any of this to barack obama and barack obama was a liar they're all hung up on the fact that that trump lies barack obama lied all the time and got a pass from them every single time and then when you when you called him on it when you said hey you don't talk about you don't talk about the lies of barack obama (gasps) are you calling the president a liar well yeah yes because he's a liar what, what do you call a liar? Um, you want me to sugarcoat that for you? But are you saying that because he's black, Pat? That's what it was, right? Yeah. Every time you accused him of anything, you know, socialism, wanting to wanting to uh, negate the Second Amendment, lying about Obamacare, it was racism. If you called him a Marxist, when he kind of showed his Marxism by saying, I think that when you spread the wealth, it's a good thing.
2: Uh, th- or it, let's see. Sometimes you, you got enough money. Yeah, at I, some I point? think at some point you made enough money. Ugh,
1: ugh, ugh. I mean, it's like they never heard of any of that. <laughs> they never, they never, they they didn't cover anything negative that he ever did. You know, and then they they cover every single faux pas that happens with Donald Trump, and they ignored every single ridiculous thing obama did the 57 states the uh he the um barack obama junior was born after selma when he was born before selma happened <laughs> i mean uh his 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 uncle i think it was that went into auschwitz which didn't happen cuz the russians went into auschwitz right uh i mean it went on and on and on and they never had they never had any uh, problem with any of that. They never highlighted any of those mistakes. And it might be, might be petty, but they're certainly petty with, with Donald Trump. And so it's just an interesting hypocrisy and double standard. A guy who's not playing along with the double standard is uh, Denzel Washington. He says a recent movie role hasn't changed his views on America's criminal justice system and that black incarceration... Finds its roots, get this, in fatherless homes. Wow. He's not blaming Whitey. He's not blaming the system. He's not blaming the Constitution. He's not blaming Republicans. Black incarceration finds its roots in fatherless homes. I, I mean, that's when 70 to 73% of black homes are fatherless. You have to think, okay, well, yeah, is that a
2: problem for anybody? I seriously thought when you started down this road, you were going to ruin another Hollywood celebrity for no,
1: me. not Denzel.
2: Wow, that's great.
1: I mean, I, I don't know that I've ever seen him make a really irritating comment, mm-hmm. and and maybe I've missed it, but uh, he you know visits the troops. He talks about them positively, and then he he actually doesn't blame the justice system but actually blames the people committing the crimes some of the people committing crimes. Washington, who plays a young, ambitious lawyer in the new movie Roman J. Israel Esquire, told reporters at the film's premiere his role didn't make him more cynical about the justice system, but reinforced what he already believed. Get this. It starts at the home. It starts at home. It starts with how you raise your children. If a young man doesn't have a father figure, he'll go find a father figure. So, you know, I can't blame the system. It's unfortunate that we make such easy work for them. Wow. He is going to be crucified for this. Washington explained that he has personal experience growing up around fatherless homes in the black community. He says, I grew up with guys who did decades in prison, and it had as much to do with their fathers not being in their lives as it did to do with any system. By the time we got to 13, 14... Different things happened. Now, I was doing just as much as they were, but they went further. I just didn't get caught. But they kept going down that road, and then they were in the hands of the system. But it's about the formative years. You are not born a criminal. Is his position widely accepted in the black community? Uh, no. <laughs> just as the movie's director, Dan Gilroyd, told, told Reuters, many people in the black community believe there still exists a disparity in in the American society between black and white people. Gilroy said, our prison system needs reform at the fundamental level. We have the highest incarceration rate of any place in the Western world. It's not racially equal. It's not socioeconomically equal. Okay, well, but whose fault is that? While there have been reforms in American history... Some argue that Jim Crow still exists in the form of mass incarceration in the prison system. Michelle Alexander, who's a legal scholar, in her new best selling book, The New Jim Crow Mass Incarceration in the Age of Colorblindness, she says that uh, the system used the war on drugs to oppress minority and marginalized communities, especially the black community, after the civil rights reforms. So. I mean, how refreshing is it for a guy as high profile, as admired, as Denzel Washington to step forward and say, maybe there's another answer here that we should be looking at. Maybe it's the way these these kids are being raised. Maybe having a father in their home would would be helpful. You know, 50, 60, 70 years ago, the black community had the highest rate of... Uh, Both the mother and the father in the home. Right. And then somewhere around the 60s and 70s, that changed drastically. And uh, the incarceration rate was much, much lower back then when there was more racism. So how do you explain that?
2: I think you explain that with uh, not two-parent families. That and the government. Swooping in to try to play the role of the dad and say, no, it's okay. Go ahead and leave. We'll take care of the kids. Definitely. I mean, and and there's so
1: much of that going on. There's so much. There's there's several things. And we never want to take a look at the actual causes, the roots of these problems. We just want to treat the symptom. We don't want to cure the disease. And unless we're willing to cure the disease problem's going to continue and you're going to continue to have you're going to have more symptoms and uh, more people are going to be left out in the cold and more people are going to be in the prison system so it's, it's really amazing when it when a person like uh, Denzel Washington speaks out or sometimes like Bill Cosby who can't speak out anymore because he's been pretty discredited um, but he used to say much the same thing that uh, fathers needed to be in the home just kind of makes sense, doesn't it? While while the rest of society is telling us that you don't even need fathers, that f- that fathers, that men in general, are the problem. <laughs> uh, if you're going to have if you're going to have that attitude, you're not you're not going to fix any of these problems. Also, the uh, Koch brothers are potentially buying Time Magazine. This would be this this will shake up the liberals like. You can't even imagine time incorporated has reached a deal to be acquired by Meredith corporation, which is a publisher backed by Charles and David Koch. Meredith said it had reached a deal for 1.84 billion, all cash to acquire the company. According to Reuters, the publisher said it would acquire times outstanding shares for $18 and 50 cents per share. We are adding the rich content creation capabilities of some of the media industry's strongest national brands to a powerful local television business that's generating record record earnings, offering advertisers and marketers unparalleled reach to American adults. Hmm. Um, meanwhile, uh, they're tweeting out from the left. Fight for net neutrality, says, as the Koch brothers prepare to buy a hunk of Time magazine, I'm remembering that they took out an attack ad on me for reporting on their company. Oh, no. And?
2: Yeah, but who's going to be the person of the year?
1: Hmm? Oh, it's, I mean, Donald J. Trump, right? right.
2: I mean, every year it shouldn't be. Every year. I mean, that goes without saying.
1: Yeah. Uh, certainly. last last Wasn't he Time Magazine's last year?
2: He was. Yeah.
1: So, you know, it's not going to happen two years in a row, but I'm sure he wants that.
2: Oh, he does. And uh, that's why he's talking about it. Did you know, I was the uh, person of the year in 2006. Uh, mm-hmm. so well, we y- all were. You were as
1: well. I was too, yeah, because yeah. it was so you. There was a mirror on the front or something. I don't remember. <laughs> I just said you. <laughs> Time Magazine's person of the year, you. And I think there was a mirror, was a mirror on, the, huh? okay. on the front page. Yeah, it's Good
2: stuff it's Really
1: clever. It's really, really, uh... really, really clever. 888 900 If you want to be prepared... For any eventuality, you want to have food, you want to have water, you want to have shelter, and you want to be able to communicate. And that's where GoTenna Mesh comes in. It powers the first 100% off-grid mobile long-range consumer-ready mesh network, which means you can send texts and GPS locations without cell towers, routers, or satellites. So if all that stuff is inoperable, down, jammed, whatever the situation you can still communicate with your loved ones. This is great if you're an outdoor enthusiast. It's it's awesome if you're a traveler, or for anybody who needs an off-grid solution. Uh, anybody who's concerned about hurricanes or, you know, the horrific events that we've seen in in Las Vegas and elsewhere, here in Texas. If you if if the cell towers are jammed, you can still communicate. You just pair the device with your phone using the GoTenna app or leave it unpaired in strategic locations, and you can relay communications from device to device. Right now, when you go to Gotenna.com and use the promo code PAT15, you get 15% off your order of two, four, or eight packs. So don't wait until you need this to act. Do it right now. Go to Gotenna.com, save 15% with the promo code PAT15. That's Gotenna.com,
0: Gotenna.com. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray. On the Blaze Radio Network.
1: 888 uh, 900 You can tweet at Pat Unleashed. As Jingle Bell Rocky did. Um, perhaps our friends on the left would be happier if it was Impeach Pie. I get it. Impeach <laughs> I see that. It's the Sarah Huckabee M-Peach Sanders Pie. 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 Yeah. Uh, and this from TMB Jekyll. Okay, I need... Uh, Pat Unleashed, expert opinion here at Upstate New York. We had around our usual amount of snow last winter, but they're predicting a warm winter this season. Should I consider this a sign of impending apocalypse? Help, yes. No, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> yes, you should. No, Absolutely. because
2: the prediction is not going to be true.
1: What do you mean? Just because they never are? <laughs> is that what you're saying?
2: That's what I'm saying. Huh. <laughs>
1: I, I don't know how you can draw that conclusion just because they're, they haven't been right on anything so far. And of 98 models, Stu has talked about this stat many times, zero of them were accurate. None. Not one. 98 computer models that predicted temperature rise. Zero hit it on the head. So, I mean, they're, and they're not even close. Not even close. This from Kristen. Uh, thanks, Pat. I now have... Go tell it on the mountain. In my head. Mm-hmm. Just for that, you have to listen to this. And then she included a, a link to uh, Peter Satira's Next Time I Fall in Love. Oh. <laughs> Which I mentioned uh, a while ago. That, that I heard that on the radio and it, it was in my head for weeks. <laughs> I, I can't get that song out of my head. And I like Peter Satira, but I don't want to hear that 80s song Mm-mm. that hasn't really held up. It hasn't stood the test of time well. <laughs> I I just didn't need that.
2: So, thank you, Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Now it's going to be in your head for
1: a few more weeks. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. It's already replaced Gotel out on the mountain for mm-hmm.
2: me. I can wash it out with a, a, a breaking news headline from the world of sports.
1: <clears throat> All right.
2: You want to read that? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Holy
1: God. That is as bold a move <clears throat> as they've made at BYU. <clears throat> hmm As I can ever they'd never act that fast. What was the headline? BYU fires offensive coordinator, Ty Detmer. Wow. Wow. I mean, that needed to happen. Mm -hmm. And I hate that it needed to happen because I love Ty Detmer. I mean, you know, he won the Heisman Trophy. He had a great record when he was quarterback at BYU. Played for the Falcons. Yeah. Packers, Mm -hmm. Eagles, played all over the NFL for 14 years in a backup role. Uh, I think he only started 26 games in 14 years, so you know. But he had a he had a long career and, mm-hmm. and a pretty pretty decent career. Uh, and so they plucked him right out of high school football. He was he was coaching some little school, some private school in San Antonio, and BYU was looking for an offensive coordinator because the whole staff went to Virginia a couple of years ago. So they got Ty, and everybody loved that. I mean we we thought okay here's here's the guy who was responsible for 15,000 passing yards when he was there. <laughs> Over 15,000. This is going to be great and it just was it just hasn't been. I mean this year was a disaster. It was an absolute catastrophe. You talk about global warming catastrophe. This was a catastrophe. Although they won their last game uh against Hawaii. I don't know if you're aware of that.
2: That's that's big news, right they there. They
1: beat beat Hawaii thirty mm. to twenty. So. Yeah, yeah. We're Finished four and nine on the year. Four and nine, four and, and four they nine. they averaged I don't know sixteen points a game. It was just terrible. It was a terrible season, worst since nineteen fifty five. Hmm. But they don't usually do this. They don't usually. They've already fired him. Wow, yeah, yeah. that's really interesting. The
2: Husker season's over as well, Pat. Oh, did they lose to uh, who? would they play? Gosh, it was so close for a half. Uh, they played Iowa. Oh, Iowa's pretty good yeah. this year. Aren't yeah, they? we were up 14 to 7. And then what happened? I just, I forgot what <laughs> happened. 56 to 14 is your final score, Iowa. 56 14? So we're going to have a new head coach, too. Wow. Or you're going to have a new head Are they going to get Scott Frost? Mm hmm. Don't want to jinx anything. Yeah. Let's let Central Florida play out their schedule next week, and yep. then let's talk. Unbeaten. Mm hmm. And uh, are they
1: in, is there, do they have a championship game? I think they do. Yes, that's
2: what they have. um, And uh, they will likely, if they win, they'll be the, one of the at-large teams in the big, you know, New Year's bowls in Central Florida. And then hopefully uh, Scott Frost will then head to Nebraska, you hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what we're hoping. But yeah, you had your worst season since 55. We had our worst since, I think it was 62. I don't know. Wow.
1: It's two bad seasons. Either way. Yeah. Really bad. Really, (laughs) really bad. And just unfortunate. Uh, and the season's over already. No yeah. bowl game to look forward to. <laughs> right. Nothing. And then the uh. Packers lost again last night on a last-second field goal to the Steelers. Yes. Ah!
3: yes. Ah! It's
1: a great game until the last second. Uh, so it's just been a crappy football season. Um, but speaking of football, Colin Kaepernick uh, attended the Indigenous Peoples Sunrise Gathering. <laughs> This guy is – come on now. He's not about hatred for America. He's not. He, he loves America. It's not about that. Actually, if you listen to him, it uh-huh. is about that. <laughs> it is about America. It is about the anthem. Uh, and this is the guy that started everything, so it kind of hacks me off that all these other players are saying it's not about that because it, it is for Ka- Kaepernick.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, here's what happened. The, uh, attending the Indigenous People Sunrise Gathering, paying respect – To those that participated in a 19-month occupation of Alcatraz.
8: Honeywash day, or
3: my people. I danced with these fellas in 39 years, and I have to give you. It truly is an honor to be here today. I'm very humbled to share this space with all of you. And thinking about coming and supporting... I realize that our fight is the same fight. Uh, we're all fighting for our justice for our freedom. Fighting for and justice we're fighting and freedom.
1: What? What what exactly is that protest? Are you familiar with the indigenous people's sunrise gathering protest on Alcatraz? I, I didn't even know they'd been there for nineteen months. I don't know what they're doing. What does that mean? You're occupying Alcatraz. Does anybody else want? Oh Al- Alcatraz? It's like a it's a good
2: idea. Hang on it's a second. It's a deserted prison. Right. We need to find a place. <laughs> we need to find a place like Alcatraz that no one cares if we occupy it, where we can have freedom and libertarianism. Mm. Oh my gosh, where are we going? Oh, uh, let's think this through. Pat, this is genius.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Where do you want what do you want to take over? Oh, wait, no, 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 there's a fort. There's a fort on a little island just off the coast of Charleston, South Carolina. It won't be a big deal. I mean, I'm sure no one's ever occupied it before. It's called Fort Sumter. We could just go hang out there, take it over, and just be autonomous. What do you think? I mean, the federal government is going to leave us alone. I'm sure they've... uh... Left everyone else alone that occupied that in the past. What? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. So, what are we going to take over? Seriously, what are we going to take over?
1: Uh, I'm not really into taking over anything. Something so. like
2: an Alcatraz. Yeah,
1: I'm not not really into You're not it. into this. Mm-mm, no. Oh, I'm crushed. Well, I might I might be into the the indigenous people sunrise gathering occupation of Alcatraz. I might if I knew what it was they were protesting uh, or taking over or why. Then maybe I I would be into it. I'm just not sure. <laughs> what is that? Because I didn't even know they were doing it. What is that? What? And then, so Colin Kaepernick isn't seen all season long. He doesn't make any statements. He he doesn't, he, he's not making an issue out of his unemployment, at least not by himself, not himself. He's, he's not speaking out. And then all of a sudden he shows up at the indigenous people's sunrise gathering.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but if what? you if you go to the Indigenous People <laughs> Sunrise Gathering Thanksgiving 2017 at Alcatraz yeah it's going to cost you pat there's tickets you have to buy a ticket to get to get in it's 14 per person but however kids under 5 are free and what exactly is it do they say what it is what are we doing on alcatraz mm, well the event <clears throat> seeks to honor the traditions of the indigenous peoples that word bugs me by the way on the day that attention is normally devoted elsewhere it's also sometimes referred to as on thanksgiving day yes that's so catchy oh un thanksgiving mm-hmm. See what they did there
1: yeah that's great
2: for some native americans it has further personal significance as a celebration of their personal relationship with nature so are they are they essentially they're pissed off yeah, they're about
1: pissed. the pilgrims? Yeah, they're pissed. And I mean the the Indians, the indigenous people, were yeah. a
2: part of the Thanksgiving.
1: So You know what? Look a up a big part of it.
2: Look up Squanto. Okay. Look up the guy. There's the uh-huh. reason that America is here today is because of Squanto, a Native American. And those Indians and those pilgrims, they got along, okay? Everybody? Yeah, they they, did. they actually did get along. They were friends, okay. In
1: fact, the, the Indians essentially saved them.
2: Save their lives. Squanto himself. There should be an epic <clears throat> on this man. That guy was the first American hero. I'm off my soapbox. Okay, so just don't like if you don't know your history, don't protest it. Right.
3: Ugh.
1: I'm on board. You know, you're you're preaching to the choir, Keith. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up.
0: Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network, Pat Gray.
1: And I seem to remember her as a good. And yep. I, and yep. Trying to I remember her. find something here. Oh yeah, yeah. that's there it is. Uh, that sound must mean it's, and it does. Uh, time for chewing the fat with Jeffy. Hi. Hi.
2: How's it going? Oh, good, great. So good. Good Are holiday.
1: Mm-hmm. Good to be back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's great to be back. Yeah.
9: I saw you, you know, the first weekend of the break. Well, yeah,
1: at the uh, at the you know, dumb armadillo thing.
9: You know, at the yeah. uh, you know Mercury one. Yes. Raised eight hundred and thirty thousand. Eight hundred and thirty thousand. That night, congratulations. That's great. Thank nice. you very much. Thank all you. All the people listen. that showed up at the ball, and all great. the people that uh, donated by uh, you know issuing uh, money to all the raffle items. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know Cynthia <laughs> from Battleground Washington won the GMC Canyon. Uh, you know, hey. Good for you. Mm-hmm. She'd drive was she back. there? No, should have been me. Was she there? Do we know? I don't know that. Oh, okay. I, I don't remember meeting Cynthia, so I don't think so. Okay. And then, of course, you know, the victory at the Arvadillo races was mine. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, you know, the that was the The victory dumbest... of the, uh, the Arvadillo races was the virtual champion, uh-huh. me, uh-huh. Uh, and the uh, real live champion, uh, me. And when are we going to find out what really happened what
1: uh, do you mean? in the virtual uh, race? I won
9: yeah how? you saw the crowd how did that happen i was a fan favorite pat yeah really? fan favorite right. they knew i was going to take over and win uh-huh. they wanted to back a winner uh-huh. Uh-huh. and uh-huh. they were right no that's not what it was they but, were right but
1: you could just go ahead what and do you mean that wasn't go ahead and continue to tell that lie and <laughs>
9: they wanted to back a winner uh-huh and they did yeah
1: clearly okay clearly uh those things are icky <laughs> Those are vile animals, and I didn't
9: want anything to do with them. You know, I did not want to be a part of that. I, I really didn't. I, I, I went home and took a shower right after. <laughs> oh, I, I smelled like armadillo all the way home.
1: Eww,
9: nasty. I smelled oh. like armadillo because I did touch them. Did you? Oh, yeah, because I... the. <laughs> Like where you intimate end, with you it? had a good idea yeah. there where you picked up the you picked now, up the some people have called that cheating Astro-turf. Uh, I could call that uh, using the rules to your advantage. I was going to say was there a rule against that? No there wasn't. Okay. We're you done. just couldn't touch
1: it. Did you did you see my armadillo at no. the beginning? It took off. It was 3 quarters of the way to the finish line. It turns around and goes back. No!
9: You gotta, stop when it. When it turned around you're supposed <laughs> to blow in its ear so it turns yeah, back. Yeah, that's the what other they kept way. saying. and you know what? That doesn't work.
1: <laughs> that was just to make us look so, like
9: fools. Yeah, but then at the end, you know, after I claimed victory, I picked it up, you Did know, you? and carried it over my head, you know, for the you picked up the armadillo, yeah, for the crowd. Ooh, ick! And uh, it was freaking out, man. It was up in my arms, freaking out. Was and, it really? Yeah, the guy was like, "Put it down, put it down,
3: <laughs> put it down, put it down."
9: <laughs> but the shell is soft, right? Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not, it's not hard. It's not like a, a bulletproof. <laughs> no, it's not. No. no, I mean they're pretty. Sky- I mean they're. was a wild animal. I thought, wild, it, was pr- animals, I thought right? it was a I mean,
1: protection against animals, but you could bite right through that.
9: You know, with if junk you're a wolf. Team, yeah right yeah (laughs) if you're a wolf you're
1: biting that's more it's
9: more of camouflage really (laughs) yeah it kind of is yeah and i expected hopefully that one of them at least would just you know roll up into the armadillo ball but that didn't happen didn't happen no and they're you know they're wild animals so they have that wild animal smell
1: yeah it was not pleasant uh, not pleasant plus they're just hideous looking they're just hideous and uh and with the and I guess it's an urban legend that they cause leprosy. Well, but I mean, you I didn't the, want to take the chance. <laughs> so I wasn't going to touch them. Ick.
9: That's they're nasty. And then it was very disappointing that, uh, you know, just as a side note, uh, I know Glenn was busy with people. Uh-huh. You know, this. Yeah. The, right. the, That's the, the time of the moment, mm-hmm. you know, backstage. Right? Mm-hmm. Sure. I just know that he didn't want to face the champion. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, news we got uh, while we were off, uh, which I found fascinating, that insurers for American Airlines and United Airlines and other aviation defendants have agreed to pay ninety-five million dollars to settle claims that security lapses led planes to be hijacked in September 11th attacks. They mm. still they finally wrapped up the cases for uh, 9/11. Wow, ninety-five million. So the 13-year litigation terms uh, are agreeable to both parties, and they make no admissions with respect to liability of the attacks, blah, blah, blah. But I thought, wow. Now, Larry Silverstein and the World Trade Center Properties, you know that they have collected more than $5 billion from other defendants through lawsuits. Uh, the money was aided, of course, in the reconstruction of buildings. I'm sure they didn't take a dime. Uh, early early settlements included $135 million paid to financial services firms. American Airlines said, you know, hey, we're happy to be done with it. We reached a settlement. We'll never forget the terrible day, its lasting impact, including the tragic loss of, I don't know, we lost 23 members of American Airlines' family that day. United Airlines, uh, they didn't comment. So you want to know why yeah. your airplane tickets are going up? Uh, there you go. Wow. I know. It just seems so... Far away for that to still be affecting our lives, but it mm-hmm. you know, certainly is. Uh, and uh, your favorite? Uh, I know. I know you love David Crosby. Oh, big fan of David Crosby. Huge fan of David, David Crosby. I know you love David Crosby. Well, he's got into a little little Twitter tw- Twitter fight uh, over the past week, and uh, his last tweet was, uh, "Hey, if you're a Trump dummy, you don't like progressives, don't come to my show, a hole." Oh wow. <laughs> I, I... All right, I'm going to take him up on that. Yeah, I know. That's many people, uh, many people uh, agreed with you Yeah, that they'll I take think. him up on that. But, mm-hmm. hey, he said, uh, we thought we had it bad with Bush. Now we have this guy who's 10 times worse than Bush. Uh, I've been trying to write a song about Trump. Man, he's so egregiously bad. I just <laughs> haven't managed it yet. Might be that you have a problem writing songs these days, Dave, but mm-hmm. that might not be mm-hmm. Trump's fault. Uh He's not sorry that he called the Massachusetts fan a Trump dummy. Uh, he defended uh, He defended and he said, hey, fans that uh, think artists like him should shut up and sing, it's not part of the deal. I'm not going to shut up. Don't come to the crowd. Don't come to the show. So, you know, one a couple people said, "How <laughs> oh, then maybe Crosby won't mind performing to smaller crowds. And my favorite uh, <laughs> reply to David was, uh, we don't attend concerts held in retirement homes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's great.
2: Yeah, that is real. There may be multiple reasons why he draws smaller crowds.
1: Yeah. Yeah. First of all, he sucks. He sucks. I liked it. Second, he's, what, 306? Yeah, yeah. And third, he's He's so one of those guys that I
9: wanted to like until yeah, you find does. out that he actually does talk at his concerts like that. And right. you're like, come on. Right. Okay.
1: And you don't want to hear it. You I don't. don't want to hear it at the
9: concert. I don't.
1: It's not why I'm there. I'm not, if I wanted to do a political rally, I'd be at a political yes. rally. I, mean, yes. I just I hate that. It's just like the NFL. You know, it's politicizing the NFL. It's politicizing concerts. I don't need that. I don't want that. I don't want that from. I don't want it from the right, really. I don't want to go to a concert and hear about. Uh, right. You know the Republican Correct. Party or conservative value. Just do your show. I'm here
9: to see the show. Yeah. I want do to hear the what you show. Do. What well, you made money on? Do me play? You know what? Fine. You want to play some songs I don't know from your new album? Great. Yeah. Go ahead. But play right. me the hits too. Right. And and spare me your hey. We've played those songs forever. We don't want to hear them anymore. Oh, that's why we're here. Yeah. I don't. I dislike. It's that amazing too, how very many much. how many people are like that. I'll never, I know. I'll never
1: forget the time. I know. I hate uh, that so we much. We had uh, Glenn and I. You know, in the first incarnation of our career, we were doing a morning show back east and uh, in Baltimore, I think. David Cassidy came.
9: Right, I thought of that story this yeah. weekend when we
1: heard about. And his he passing. absolutely refused to do any song anybody's ever heard of. We're You're like, well, kidding me? You you won't do? I think I love you. That's the only song anybody knows from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and that's the one you won't do. Why? <laughs> Why? Because
9: that's the one everyone wants to hear. And I'm yeah. sick
1: of it. He's sick of it, and he wouldn't do it. Yeah. I'm more
9: than that. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, do your most recent stuff. Nobody likes, nobody's ever heard cuz it's not played anymore. Right. You know, I mean by then it was 1990, 91, he was 20 years past his prime. Gone. Yeah.
9: Oh yeah. He was gone. Yeah. <laughs> so And I know he had struggles, <clears throat> you know, toward the end and he, you know, whatever, but you got to yeah. do the hits. You have to. You have to. You, you have, have to. And then I know uh, times are tough when uh, people are uh, naming their kid after restaurants. And I'm not one to talk. I mean, I'm okay with people naming their kid whatever the heck they want to name their kid. I'm fine with it. Mm -hmm. But this one caught me off guard a little bit with Justin and Jordan Garten, who uh, ate every day for seven straight weeks at their local Olive Garden. And so when their baby was born, they named her Olivia Garten.
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, uh,
9: why i mean i'm thinking why didn't you just name it like olive garden garden why not right i mean mm-hmm. that would have paid a little bit more homage than mm-hmm. olivia
1: yeah now nobody's even gonna know right mm-hmm.
9: sad and uh, we lost charles manson too oh that's right uh charlie uh charlie died yeah uh, sad news uh sad news for childhood or not but his <laughs> no, <laughs> sad news
1: mm-hmm. or not
9: but uh, a loving, compassionate man who cared about the environment says his grandson. <laughs> really? Oh man! And now people and, are crazy. That's what he'll day. be remembered for, of course. Of course, the there's love there's no of the question. environment. I a loving, compassionate man. But uh, <laughs> his uh, his grandson wanted to raise some money to bury him because he's got no money. Uh, so he put up a GoFundMe page, and GoFundMe pulled it. So I, wow! You know. I, Wow. I know it's for Charles Manson, mm-hmm. bad guy. And I know that, you know, very few, if only one, consider him a loving, compassionate man who cared about the environment. Mm-hmm. But, uh,
1: I mean, he might raise a couple of bucks to bear. about the environment, but not the lives of several people that were slaughtered.
9: Look, nine.
1: A- nine. And to his Seven, request. Nine. Yeah. And, don't worry
9: about that. No, no. Don't worry about it was that. only nine. But the uh, clock is ticking, I mean, right? If they don't pick him up, he goes into Ash. They he goes I think they to the, the state, they go to the he yeah. gets uh, he gets burned and they gets put in a little box, right? Yeah. So they're trying to raise some money. And I know that the family has got you know, this grandson has got uh, got some money that uh, he's trying to raise another way. But I found it surprising that GoFundMe pulled it like that. I mean they it's interesting. They usually let, uh, mm-hmm. let a lot of things fly. Not for it. right Not for a serial serial
1: killer and,
9: and okay, so that's one thing, but he was still a loving, compassionate man who cared about the <laughs> yeah. environment. I mean, <laughs> you say that, like, <laughs> like you know the serial killer thing was what encompassed his life. Uh-huh. It wasn't. Yeah, okay. And, you
3: know right. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
9: <laughs> And I know you were talking a little college football earlier, and there were some great we've got I've got some great college football stuff. One of my favorites over the weekend, though, was the Georgia coach. Uh, when Georgia and Georgia Tech played. And we've got the video of him going a full matrix uh, on the sidelines. It was actually really cool. The uh, the players are coming, crashing, tackling along the sideline. And uh, you've seen people get hurt
3: yeah, all the time yeah. on mm-hmm.
9: the sidelines. Because if you're on the sidelines, man, you have got to keep your head on the field. Pay attention to what's going on out there. <laughs> so when this kind of stuff happens. That's very good. I know.
2: Theblazetv.com. you got to see that. Uh, he goes uh, the
9: full <laughs> matrix up over the players. And he covers it good. To there's not I mean, a lot of that's pretty there's cool. not a lot of us that could do that on the sideline i'm sorry a lot of who there's not a lot of us that could do that on the sideline when uh-huh. stuff like that happens us. right yeah you know the you coach know. from georgia and, mm-hmm. yeah and 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 whom you know people like me mm-hmm. uh tennessee uh, released. Really, we we okay we got you know of course we got the byu story yeah uh, i mean
1: good they fired offensive coordinator ty detmer already good they averaged... I thought they only averaged... They raised their average to 20 points a game. It felt like they Whoa, didn't score
9: 10 points all year. I don't know that that... Is 20, that what they said?
1: It says Cougars averaged 20.1 points per game this season. That's only because they scored 30 the other day. And, and
9: Boy, it doesn't seem like
2: they scored that it at much. All. I'll How tell many, you that. How many defensive all. touchdowns did you have? Like, seriously, like did um, that eat into some of the offense? No, nah, we didn't do that well okay. on defense. But this
9: is... No, they didn't. No. <laughs> or no. offense. Uh, or special teams.
2: See, the... I would give the defense
1: a C-minus or a D, and I'd give the offense an F. Yes. And, and that's why.
9: And the only reason you give the, the defense a little bit higher grade is because the offense put them in ba- horrible bad, situations bad a lot of times. Bad situations. Yeah.
1: A, lot. a lot. Yes. But they also they gave up a, a first down on third and nine, third and 15 all the time.
9: Oh, my gosh. It was never ending. If
1: you threw the ball, I, if, if I would have played BYU this year, I would have thrown on every play. <laughs> Could not defend the pass. I would have thrown – on every play,
9: <laughs> oh, he's got no run reason this not time, to, right?
1: Nope. nope, you don't need to. I would throw 80 <laughs> times a game if if it were up to me and I was the offensive coordinator going against BYU. No, I'm throwing throw. every throw.
9: single down. Running backs, and I'm, I want you out in the flats, but I'm, I'm throwing to you. Yep, yep. Couldn't <laughs> stop
2: any kind of pass, short, long, medium, <laughs> screens. Wait a minute, whoa whoa, 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 I thought you watched BYU games. Sounds like you've been watching Nebraska games, man. Oh. <laughs> but awesome.
9: anyway, this is—I mean—frustrating. The coach is uh, showing his wear and tear a little bit by getting rid of Detmer. I mean, his—he his had to people, do something. You it are was either line, him he, or Detmer? Uh, yeah, it's either him or Detmer. And, and I believe, and I think that he was probably—I don't know—that that was the ultimatum given because I don't think Detmer is the uh, last. Something of it. had to be. I done. I don't think Detmer is the last of it, and it shouldn't be Maybe for BYU. Not. We should probably get
1: a, a new defensive coordinator yeah. too. Because I mean, bring him well. in.
9: Let's go. He didn't do well. Let's get some changes right he, now, big time. No question. Big time. I mean,
1: I would, I would not be opposed to firing the head
9: coach, Kalani Satake. I know. Well, I, I was hoping that they would do that, and all that I read was that they weren't going to do it. Yeah, they that don't. They do weren't that. going to pull the plug.
1: If, if they, if they have a similar season next year, that'll be over. But they'll give him two seasons, I think, because yeah, Still. he was nine and four last year, and they were really good. You know, they were eight points away from un, unbeaten last so you year. you give
9: him the third year.
1: So you give him a third year. And you give them one more chance, and and if it's not good, then you
9: got to go. I mean, my Missouri Tigers won six in a row, and I think, they, th- I think that's three, amazing. Three or four of the coaches that of the teams that they beat were fired like right after the game.
1: That's incredible. So, I mean, Missouri Tennessee, beat you, you're
9: fired, right? Tennessee yeah. fired their guys. Yeah, he's gone. Well, Butch Jones. I mean, Tennessee fired Butch, and then uh, Arkansas. They tried to bring in Chiano this weekend, and the fans went crazy really right they shut it down Mm -hmm. uh they shut it down because uh they all the vols fans got all wound up and they put a big sign on the on the rock saying that he was uh uh, protecting child molesters, Shiano covered up child rape at Penn State. Oh
1: yeah, and John and Ziegler has some pretty good evidence that none of that even right. That well, none Shiano of it is happened. not even
9: mentioned. None of it. Shiano's happened. only and, mentioned in right? one report.
1: Yeah, that's, that's it. it. So the whole thing's ridiculous. It's ridiculous.
9: That's it. And the Vols, they still shut it down though. What a weird it, season. He had Missouri, signed.
1: Missouri had uh, they won their first game against Missouri, Missouri State, State, which right. you know, big deal. Then they lost five in a row, and they got their butts. They got hammered Hicked. almost every game, except it was fairly
9: close against Kentucky. Got hammered by everybody and then, else. Well, they should have won that Kentucky
1: game. Then they reel off six
9: straight wins. Yeah, what and, a weird and, year. And big. And big. Uh, big wins. Uh,
1: 50-17 over Tennessee. 45-16 against Florida.
9: Yeah. Whereas Florida wasn't good this Box year. the still. all-time uh, SEC touchdown record passing. Wow. Uh, this year with 41 wow. touchdown passes. Yeah. Uh, he, be- beat, he beat uh, Chase Daniels' Missouri record. Really? Which was 39. And then the SEC record was 40. He beat that wow. on Saturday. Wow. So, and I they're mean, going bowling. And they're going so bowling. So you're the only
1: one of the three of us whose team is going bowling they're this going, year.
9: I know. Bastard.
1: And you won the dumb armadillo race, too, which was something screwy there, for sure. I, and I'll, I will get to the bottom of it one day. I will get to the bottom of it. Triple uh, eight. 900, 3393. All right. Uh, tell me about your your waxy ears, will you?
9: Oh, well, hey, you know what? It's Cyber Monday, right? So what better cha- what chance is there for you to go to usewaxrx.com than Cyber Monday? Because, uh, you know, when your ears aren't clean, <laughs> yeah. uncomfortable, itch, yeah. mm-hmm. painful, mm-hmm. they get plugged up. Yeah. I mean, I used uh, WaxRx, and uh, I unclogged some serious <laughs> issues. issues. Yeah, hair. you had three gerbils and a squirrel in, in your ears. Whatever it were. Right? It worked that they came out. So mm-hmm. now you can get uh, the real solution for stubborn earwax, the Wax RX Ear earwash systems. Doctor developed and works safely with other products. When all the other products fail, you know, like you're not supposed to stick the Q-tips in your ear. It just rams it farther into your ear. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've tried the candles. I mean, that's a good idea. Let's burn a candle on the side of your face. <laughs> uh, no, that's not a good idea. Uh, so, uh, you know, that could be, in fact, uh, might be just a little bit dangerous for you. And uh, WaxRX comes with everything you need to safely clean out your earwax and condition your ears conveniently at home for mm-hmm. less than the cost of a doctor's visit. And you could turn it into like a family affair. Mm-hmm. We had the kids gather around and <laughs> and you be use fun. the uh, special wax softening drops to break down the earwax inside the ear, uh-huh. and then you have the engineered pump fitted with the unique tip, and you have the little mm-hmm. the little carrying case for uh, once they uh, spray the. Yeah. Spray the water in your ear, it comes out, you catch what you need. It's Mm -hmm. good stuff. You go to (laughs) usewaxrx.com to order your uh, reusable earwax system today and use offer code RADIO. You can have it shipped free, amazingly, right to your door. Go to usewaxrx.com.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed. Returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on The Blaze Radio Network.
1: 888 nine hundred 93 Let's go to Stewart in Virginia. Stuart, you're on The Blaze. Hi.
10: Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. I hope you guys had a nice week off. I worked all last week, but don't worry about me. off I, ther- I just took off Thursday. Okay. But, uh, <clears throat> hey, Jeffy.
9: Yes. You went to Missouri? Uh, my son did. Yeah, my son played there uh, for uh, five years. Six years.
10: Well, one of the best football coaches in the state of Virginia uh, came out of that. He played for them. Also, Chester Fritz. But anyway, that, that's not my question. My question is, Jeffy, I wonder if you have any good recipes for roadkill for armadillo. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah.
1: I, you know he's eating Listen, roadkill armadillo a lot.
9: Listen, that, that, a lot. I, I don't. I don't. He just scoops it up wish. and puts it on a plate. That's all he does. I don't wish death on any animal. <laughs> but if they're dead already. You've never yeah. eaten cow? Right? You ever eaten? Yeah, but well, those are dead already, right? I mean, I don't wish, I don't want them to die when I mm-hmm. see them alive in the field. But, you know, if, the, if somebody kills them, I'll eat them. If you would been, pil- been a pilgrim, would you have slaughtered something? Depending on the something, yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Stuart.
1: Appreciate it. 888 thirty three ninety three. Something we forgot from the uh, college football weekend was Alabama lost. I know.
9: Yeah, I mean amazing. Auburn
1: handled them Clemson, pretty, pretty
9: Clem- well. Clemson got boomed up to number one. I mean the playoffs oh, are, they? are looking, yeah. Alabama so I think dropped to
1: fifth. Yeah, they should, they should be out of the
9: playoffs. Amazing, and it just a side note from that, Chip Kelly goes to the UCLA. Oh yeah, took the UCLA deal. Right. I mean, there's college coach jobs wide open out there for a lot of money. I'm really surprised Chip Kelly chose UCLA. Tennessee is open. Uh you know BYU offensive coordinator is open, <laughs> and trust me, you could be able to do a good job as offensive coordinator at BYU. You might kick homeboy out. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: that's led to good gigs. Yes, I mean head coaching jobs at USC and and uh, and other places, many other places. So
9: oh, there'll be plenty. There's plenty yeah. of jobs open. Man. Yep, there are. It'll be a it'll be a good good year for coaches. So it's Clemson.
1: Did Auburn make it into the top four now? Okay. Keith's well, knowledge. do you have the top? They, I don't have, four?
2: I don't have the committee yeah. rankings Auburn's yet. In it.
9: Yeah.
1: Right now, they deserve. They've
2: Oklahoma. They
1: probably. beat. Jo- they
9: beat Georgia. They beat Alabama. They should be and there. And Georgia.
1: So Georgia, Clemson, Oklahoma, Auburn. Those are the four right now. Uh, be interesting to see after the championship weekend. I know what happens there. Because I just hope the champ, the playoff committee was watching BYU's win against Hawaii. I. Uh, I mean, they mm, they
9: dominated they Hawaii. They did dominate Hawaii. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a whole different time zone and people forgot to watch. But they did. if you missed it, you could go back and probably see a replay. I'm,
1: yeah, I'm know, hoping they, they didn't see the week before when we lost
9: to UMass. I am – Pat Gray, oh you have – got my gosh. I, I, I that doomed right there. I that cannot, was it. I cannot tell you how mad I am at oh. you for getting me all worked up for oh. BYU this year. And they lose to They UMass. sucked
1: me in and they lied to me. They lied to me. Yeah. I feel used. Uh, I've heard from, from former players, though. It's not the talent. It's the coaching. I mean. So, okay. I don't know. Okay. We're changing some okay. of it. Okay. Let's see what happens yeah. next year.
0: Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. gray is here Yep, on the blaze radio network hey welcome 888 933
1: 3393 jeez bitcoin <laughs> is it was up to ninety seven hundred ninety three dollars it's now at ninety five hundred eighty two dollars what'd you get in that pat uh i got in at you know zero dollars and zero o'clock <laughs> i didn't get in and uh, that's why it continues to rise. Yeah, the second out. I decide to get in, it'll be over. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Ninety-five. We started talking about this seriously at eleven hundred, but we we talked about it also at three hundred. And I uh, had you got in at three hundred, mm-hmm. and now it's ninety-five eighty-two. You'd only uh, Do world. the math. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do the math. I'm
2: not good at math, but I'll try.
1: I mean, if you bought one Bitcoin, jeez, that's that is unbelievable. Can it last? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Not if I get into it. <laughs> but I'm. I think at 9,500, I'm not. I'm not doing it. You know, and it'd have to go way back down again. But then I'd be like, well, it's collapsing. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> so I just might as well forget about Bitcoin. But. It is the the ride that that is on is really spectacular. When when at the very beginning of this, back in I don't know when was it two thousand five or six or seven somewhere in there, and the first guy maybe it was two thousand two, the first guy who ever spent anything on the internet, who ever bought anything with Bitcoin, bought a pizza with uh, ten. Thousand bitcoins. He spent ten thousand bitcoins. That's a on a pizza. Bad plan. And those would be it would, that would be worth something like eighty million dollars now.
2: Um. Yeah. So.
1: Ten thousand bitcoins times
2: ninety five eighty two. <laughs> right. 95 million dollars. 95 million dollars. Right, it took me a while to find the calculator app on my computer. That's how bad. 95 million. Yeah. Instead, he bought a pizza.
1: <laughs> uh, Cuz it was worth 0.004 cents right. or something like that. Better ingredients. So, had you invested? Pizza. Had you bought a, a lot of Bitcoin then and now it's <laughs> worth 9582?
2: Oof. You're a wealthy person. I'm I'm thinking if that's the case, you feel worse as that guy. Than as you, not getting it at all, yeah. not investing at all. I, th-
1: I think that's true. <laughs> uh. Yeah, because if I would have wasted ten thousand bitcoins on a stupid pizza, and in fact it was tough for him to even find anybody who would take him up on the offer. He was hungry. Oh. He was hungry, and he's like, "Hey, I got ten thousand bitcoins for somebody who will get me a pizza for that." So some investor from England mm. got a hold of him and said, "I'll do it. Oh, I'll no. do it." And so they gave him the 40 bucks or whatever it was to buy a couple of pizzas. And they, in exchange, received 10,000 Bitcoins. 10,000 Bitcoins. Did this guy off himself yet? I don't know. Wow. wow. I don't know. But you'd be, you'd be feeling that way. right? Um, <laughs> that is nuts. 888 thirty three ninety three. Can Ken in New Hampshire. Hi, you're on the blaze.
11: Hello, you hey. there?
1: Yep, we're here.
3: Okay. okay.
11: All right. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I was listening to Glenn and Stu, and they had a guy on from Zappo. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I finally got convinced I'm going to get in on it. I'm going to buy Bitcoin. They said you can buy it in small increments. So I went to Zappo. It was at about $5,000 then. And I fill out all my information. I get to the end, and it says Bitcoins are not available in your state. What and there, there's a decree from Governor Sununu that he wrote this summer, saying that uh, New Hampshire residents aren't allowed to buy Bitcoin. And I—that's um, I unbelievable. And, you know, I looked up states that don't allow Bitcoin, and there's a big long list of states. So my my real point in this is how good can Bitcoin be, because it's it's. Um, you know it's touted as being something that's very anonymous you're in it nobody can touch it nobody can see what you're doing yet they can prevent you from you know a, a governor can prevent you from buying it i can't imagine that
1: that you are prevented in some american states from owning bitcoin so much for that's, live free or die I'm, wow yeah. that's it's that's on my license plate but that should not be yeah what is on the new hampshire license plate <laughs> The, live free or die. yeah, live free or die. <laughs> yes, please don't die. <laughs> yes. Uh, wow, I'm trying to find yeah. a list. I'm, I'm looking at a list and I'm just seeing countries. I'm not yeah,
11: seeing that's any that's states. exactly what I found. Yeah, um, you know, I know the list of countries. that says United States. It's good. Yeah, but yeah, look up look up uh, states, individual states. I guess I, I my son looked it up for <clears> and showed me the list.
1: Bitcoin regulation. Uh, so I'm looking at Bitcoin regulation now. Uh, hold on, hold
2: on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on a second there, Ken. I, I'm I'm reading something here that says, uh, in New Hampshire, there are no limitations on making purchases in Bitcoin. And the state reportedly has the most per capita, uh, it says per capita, it's misprint, obviously, per capita Bitcoin purchases in the United States. So it sounds like uh, those, your neighbors are uh, purchasing it. What, what happened there? I don't know. Yeah, I
10: wonder if... I, like I said, I was on
11: Zappo. I yeah. filled out all my information when I when I got to the point where I, I wanted to buy an amount and open our wallet or whatever. Hmm. Um, it said not available in the, in, oh, uh, boy, the state of New Hampshire. That. And then we went to and found uh, some some uh, law signed by Governor Sanitos hmm. in like June July of 17.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm so looking that- at... I'm looking at a story that says state regulators blast New Hampshire's Bitcoin MSB exemption. I
2: was going to say this article. Now that I see, is uh, that I read you is from December of 2015. Yeah. Uh So they. Oh boy, man.
1: That's unbelievable. I mean, that I I don't even know how that's constitutional. Hmm. How can they do that?
11: Yeah, but not only that. Doesn't it say something about the power of Bitcoin being anonymous?
1: Uh, yeah. I I don't know if it says that. I. I think it says something about your state regulations um, more than it says anything about Bitcoin because that should not that shouldn't happen. Um, yeah, but if,
11: it, if it's so anonymous, I should be able to buy it secretly and nobody knows about it. Mm.
1: Yes, but apparently they know where you live, right? Because uh, Apple asked for my phone number, so
11: well, as yeah. soon as I put
1: my phone number down.
11: It's got the uh, area code. Okay. And, and they know that they're not allowed to sell it to New Hampshire residents.
1: Have you gone back and tried to not enter your your phone number?
11: Um, I could, but I have uh, my information is already there. It's like I was opening an account.
3: And oh it was yeah. only
2: after
11: I put all my information in that it said I couldn't buy it. So I think wow.
2: Then sign up sign up for a Vonage phone number and pick yes. a Texas area code, and <laughs> you're in, man. <laughs> Yeah. Uh,
11: well, it, 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 well, who's the Texas governor? Craig
2: yeah. Abbott.
1: All right. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Ken. I I don't know. Uh, that's really strange. Very
2: strange. I don't know,
1: man. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know how you can do that. How can you stop people from investing in in a you know a legal product that's it, uh, it shouldn't be? It just shouldn't be. Uh, state regulation changes the game for Bitcoin sellers in New Hampshire. So I I guess I guess so. And I, again, I don't know how you can do that in the United States. Let's go to Jody in Tennessee. Hey, Jody, you're on the blaze.
12: Hi, Pat. Hi. Um, earlier, you guys were talking about uh, the sunrise service at Alcatraz. Yeah. Uh, that was a small American Indian movement group in California that did that. Uh, the original year that Alcatraz was uh, taken back by the American Indian Movement was 1971. Uh, And it's because of the way the treaties are written. The treaties say uh, when the government takes the land from the Native Americans, Mm -hmm. that when they abandon it, it goes back to the Native Americans. Okay. And uh, so you know so was alcatraz uh,
1: native american land
12: well yeah it was
1: and so they're uh, they're saying that it should go back to them
12: the treaties originally just about every treaty uh has a clause in it like something stupid like as long as the grass grows and the rivers flow well when you pave or concrete the grass and you dam up the rivers Mm-hmm. They're not going to flow. Right. But, yes, uh, uh, the the treaties always declare that uh, if the government ceases using a mm-hmm. parcel of land that belonged to the Native Americans when it was taken, yeah. that it would go back to the Native Americans. Now, this group in California, you got to understand this, this is a real important, uh, two of the main members of the original American Indian Movement uh, have passed away. Russell Means, who passed away a year, two years ago, whatever. But Dennis Banks, uh, he passed away October the 30th in Soda. He was back living on the reservation. He died in the hospital. After complications for heart surgery. Mm -hmm. Uh, The reason the AIM was started was because of back in the 60s and 70s, early 60s and 70s was uh, the injustice that was being done to the American Indians. They couldn't get jobs. They were living in cities and couldn't get jobs. And they were pretty much abused by the public and, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, law enforcement. Yeah, uh, but I'm not knocking law enforcement because I have family members who is
1: in law enforcement.
12: Mm-hmm. It's just that it was they didn't understand our ways. They didn't understand what we stood for.
1: Are you a, are you Native is, American, um, Jody? Yes, I am. Oh, okay. What what uh, what is your tribe? Um, what, my
12: tribe uh-huh. is Cherokee, but I was adopted into the Sioux.
1: Oh, okay. Nation. But you're, you're um, part of the Cherokee people, the Cherokee tribe, who are so yes, proud so proud and, to live and and so proud to die.
12: Yes. And yes. please take this to heart when we say today's a good day to die. That don't mean that we're going to kill you. That means that right. we're ready okay. at any time. I got gotcha. people freak out about that. But Dennis Banks, right. I knew him all my life.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm.
12: Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was too young to be involved with the nineteen seventy one occupation. But there are small groups of the American Indian movements all over the United States. And they still go to Washington and protest and so uh-huh. forth and so on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're not we're not trying to take back anything that didn't originally belong to us. All right.
1: No, I believe you.
12: That's all it is.
3: Yeah. Okay.
12: And you you know, you can go to Dennis Banks' a Facebook page mm-hmm. and find out even more.
1: Okay, we'll, we'll do that. Thanks for the call, Jody. Uh, 888-933-93. Part of the uh, Cherokee people. Uh-huh. Cherokee tribe. hmm You know, the ones who are so proud to live. live. And so proud to die.
2: die.
1: What they did was they took the whole Cherokee nation. Didn't they? And they... Uh, they put them on that reservation. They uh, took away their native tongue and they taught their English to their young. Plus, I mean, all the beads they made by hand. Right. Yeah. Are nowadays made in, in Japan or even more nowadays, probably like China. Took away the, you know, bow and knife. Wow. You know a lot. Tomahawk. Way of life. Stuff. <laughs> so, so yeah. So we need to look up that uh, uh, website she was talking about. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three.
2: Out on Jeffy sent me uh, something here. Uh, apparently, the New Hampshire Bitcoin stuff uh, regulates businesses that can sell there. So maybe if he tries a different uh, company,
1: what does that have to do with the uh, the Cherokee people and their Cherokee yeah, tribe? Just, I'm not going to that. So proud, you know, to live. To live and so proud
2: buy Bitcoin to online. To die. Uh,
1: more
0: Pat Gray Unleashed coming up (laughs) Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network Turns on the blaze radio network
1: 888 Hundred Thirty Three is pat grandleash the views joy behar has received a message from above that she's the chosen one meant to save the country from donald trump yeah joy behar okay uh that's what she said on msnbc's morning joe while discussing the reason behind her new book the great gas bag An A to Z Guide to Surviving Trump World. Oh, boy. I bet that'll sell over zero copies. Mm. (laughs) But not much. Not much over zero.
2: Yeah, her mom will buy it. Uh,
1: Joe Scarborough prompted Behar to say why she wrote the book. She responded, because I'm being told by God to save this country. Uh, This is a woman who makes fun, who mocks people of religious background, who believe that they communicate. With deity. And now she's claiming that? Uh, she says you have to take it <clears throat> seriously. But you also have to make fun of it. Because as Mel Brooks makes fun of the Nazis, you make fun. If I don't say the word Nazi every day, I don't feel good. But as he makes fun of Hitler by making a fool of him, that's how you do it. You make fun of Trump. She proudly says "Dinner parties. at dinner parties she's been invited to have turned into fights since Trump was elected, and she isn't backing down. Because if you're a Trump supporter, there's something going on with you that I can't abide. (laughs) Uh, I guess she's the arbiter of all things that are abidable.
2: Yeah, it's called the Behar barometer. You know that, right? Sure, Mm -hmm. sure. That means that you don't
1: care about the environment. It means... No, good gosh. It means that you don't care about women's issues. It means you don't care about the fact... That he provokes that nutcase in North Korea. I'm worried about the country. So, how can you be on his side? I don't get that. Do you? Yeah, I don't. I don't get how anybody can be on your side um, and want to kill children. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna put it that way, then you know, right back in your face. Why do you want to kill children? Why do you want to abort all babies? Why is it okay with you that 53 million babies have been murdered since 1973? You hate children, Joy. I mean, what a what a misnamed person. She's the joyless person I th- I think I've ever
2: encountered. <laughs> <laughs> and wait, what's her quote again? She was chosen by God? Yeah. Wait a minute, because I'm looking this up. Yeah. I'm trying to see if she said anything when Bush um, said something about like how he felt that God put him in that position to yeah. be the president during 9-11. So I just wanted to see if she'd mocked him during that time. And what I stumbled on is the fact that she's agnostic. So... Oh, so how do you Perhaps know Perhaps she's joking about that then? Oh, Maybe she's no. being facetious. <clears throat> she's being
1: sarcastic. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Also, uh just last week Truth Revolt praised British singer-songwriter Morrissey for sticking up for Brexit. But uh now he says in Der Spiegel, the German magazine, <laughs> that if given the chance, he'd kill. Donald Trump, to ensure the safety of humanity. No. I wonder if he's gotten a knock on on the door from the <laughs> U.S. Secret Service yet. Breitbart refor- reports that the uh, former Smith's frontman man <clears throat> he's 58 now.
2: Wow. Wow. He only looks 70, though.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Not a day over 70, though. Mm-hmm. He said if he were given a button that could instantly kill Trump... He wouldn't hesitate to press it. I would push it for the safety of humanity, he told Der Spiegel. It has nothing to do with my personal opinion of his face or his family, but in the interest of humanity, I would push that button. <clears throat> the singer also explained that it was the news media that ultimately created Trump and ensured his victory over Hillary Clinton. Isn't this guy British?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what, is he even, what are you even meddling in our affairs for? Shut up. The singer also explained that it, uh, the American media helped Trump. Yes, they first created it. Whether they criticize him or laugh at him, he doesn't care. He just wants to see his picture and his name. There's eh, some truth to that. Uh, the American media have shot themselves in the leg. Also some truth to that. But how does the left get away with this all the time? Was saying that they would kill Donald Trump. They'd beat him with a baseball bat. They would shoot him if they had a chance. Um... There have been several on the, uh, uh, Johnny Depp did it, said he was, he would assassinate Trump, right? Wasn't it Johnny Depp that said that? And, and now Morrissey is doing it. And, but if we say anything, even jokingly, we're hate mongers or, uh, we're, we're encouraging violence against people.
2: Did you get Kathy Griffin with the head? (laughs) Oh yeah. Kathy Griffin with the head.
1: Oh, man.
2: They're out of control.
1: Morrissey added that he never expected Trump to be elected. He has no faith in the political establishment anymore. Who cares? You're British.
2: Who, who cares?
1: We don't have any faith in it anymore either, Morrissey. Um, he grabs after everything like a little child. He's not a leader. He's vermin. Eh, a little harsh, but he does <laughs> He does grab after everything like a child. <laughs> I, mean, we'll, I will give him that. hmm mm-hmm, hmm <laughs> The world does not want to look at Donald Trump's face for years to... Well, they're going to have to. Sorry. Uh, you are going to have to get over that. Um, would they have rather seen Hillary's face for four years? I don't think so. I really don't think so. But the, again, the hypocrisy is absolutely astonishing. And you just wonder, um, has anybody alerted the U.S. Secret Service about Morrissey? the lead singer for the Smiths. I mean, and and you want Hillary Clinton in in office instead? Maybe you should listen to former Secret Service agent Dan Bongino, who was on Fox over the weekend, and he talked about what kind of person Hillary Clinton is. Here's a look at that.
8: You know, Robin said he had the privilege of meeting her. Well, I had the privilege of working with and for her as a Secret Service agent. My takeaway was the exact opposite. I found Mrs. Clinton to be the most deceptive human being, manipulative political person in a position of power I'd ever met in my entire life. It wasn't so much that she was a liar. It was that she did it and she deceived and manipulated with such ease. This, you know, I, I, I spoke out against her, and believe me, I, I, it, this was not something I took lightly. I never attacked President Obama personally and never would. He was, I disagreed with his politics, but he was very genuine and nice to me personally. Mrs. Clinton is a fraud. If the people out there knew the Mrs. Clinton, I knew, they would have a far different take. Wow. And the fact that she's trying to upend an American election where President Trump was elected, you may not have liked it, but that she's trying to upend it with this nonsense on this what happened to her is a disgrace. It's a disgrace to herself and the American people that picked someone other than her.
1: I love Dan Bongino. I, I don't know why the guy can't get elected to anything. He's run what, three campaigns for Congress or Senate or governor or whatever. And he loses every time. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Yeah. He would be great in Congress. He'd be great. And I believe him 100% there when he says that if the American people knew Hillary Clinton, who she really is, uh, nobody would, con- you wouldn't even consider voting for her. Is there any doubt in your mind that he's telling the truth about that? You know she's a complete fraud. You you can just feel it. Plus, he didn't even go into the hundred and forty people that the Clintons have killed over time.
2: Whoa, how many now?
1: I don't know. It's probably more like 200 by now. I'm sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, haven't, I have not checked the Clinton death count for a
2: while. What happened with that <laughs> Vince Foster guy? Like, what's that all about? Pat? Well,
1: he shot himself in the head three times and dragged himself across the street and dumped his body in the park. Wait, so. after he shot himself? Yeah.
2: Wow, that's fascinating.
1: Yeah, it's, it was a weird death. <laughs> so Actually, it was nothing like that. No? No. If you really, I mean, to look at the conspiracy <laughs> theories... That's what happened, but uh, the fact was the Clintons just didn't allow anybody into his office to check out the the evidence in there uh-huh. until I think it was the next day or two days later. So that led to all the speculation mm-hmm. that something was up with that because why why couldn't why didn't you let the law authorities get in there and sure. see what was going on? Tell us about Ron Brown. Uh, Ron Brown, where he died mm-hmm. in a pl- a plane crash yeah and then uh, clinton was laughing and then Im- immediately crying when he noticed the news sure. cameras were yeah. on him
2: and i'm sure there were no good reasons why you would want uh, no he didn't Secretary know anything brown to didn't know go down on anything about crash. what was going on
1: with the clintons Any don't case. even worry about that <laughs> nothing to see here break it
0: up okay break it up pat gray unleashed on the blaze radio network
1: You okay? I, I am. I'm here. Welcome. Glad you're here as well. 888-933-93. <laughs> we we're just talking about the Clinton death list. So <laughs> I was wondering what it's actually up to now. I think it's still about 46. It's not, it uh, it doesn't top 100. So, I mean, let's not let's not make a mountain out of a molehill of dead bodies.
2: It's only 46 <laughs> murders we're talking about by the leader <laughs> of the free world.
1: They call it the Clinton Deadpool. Okay, James McDougal. Okay, Clinton's uh, convicted Whitewater partner. Oh, is that? Uh, but he Chelsea's died of a, of a heart attack Chelsea's while down, he right? was in solitary confinement. Do they think that the Clinton slipped him something and killed him? I don't know. Uh, Mary Mahoney, former White House intern, murdered July 1997 at a Starbucks coffee shop. The murder happened just after she was to go public with her story of sexual harassment in the White House. Wow, that's a serious allegation uh Vince Foster again the Foster thing has been looked over a lot and he, he the fact is he just died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound but it was weird because of the way the Clintons acted afterwards allowing access or not allowing access to the evidence uh Ron Brown secretary of commerce and former DNC chairman <coughs> Reported to have died by impact in a plane crash. Pathologists close to the investigation supposedly reported that there was a hole in the top of his skull resembling a gunshot wound. At the time of his death, Brown was being investigated, spoke publicly of his willingness to cut a deal with prosecutors. The rest of the people on the plane also died. A few days later, the air traffic controller committed suicide. Really? That part of the story I had never heard. That's interesting. Keep moving. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Nope. There's a lot. There's a long list. I mean, uh, a long list. Are there more
2: uh, people being accused of sexual harassment or people that uh, haven't quite caught up to the Clinton list yet? Have we? See? It's a long list, but it's.
1: It is a long list. uh, Uh. The following people had information on the Ives Henry case. I don't even know what the Ives Henry case is. Do you? Um, Okay. The Ives Henry, Kevin Ives and Don Henry known as the boys on the track case. Report reports say the boys may have may have stumbled upon the Mena Arkansas airport drug operation. Oh
2: yeah, that one. Yes, A that controversial
1: case. The initial <laughs> report of death said due to falling asleep on railroad tracks. Later reports claim the two boys had been slain before being placed on the railroad tracks.
2: Wait, wait. They both were napping on the railroad tracks like at the same time? <laughs> Like not, not one of them said, Dude, dude, you fell asleep. Let's go. We got
1: No, they both fell asleep. Like simultaneously? Yeah, it's weird.
2: Huh. I mean, when you know, when you
1: when you're sleeping on the tracks and right. it's really nice and comfortable on the Is it? On the wood and the and the iron rail there. Sure. I mean you just you could drift off quite easily.
2: <laughs> it's not it's like a Casper mattress, man. It's just like well, with, not, it's not it's quite r- that good, track, but it's pretty Casper. darn good. <laughs>
1: More like a sleep comfort mattress, maybe. Uh, Keith Coney died when his motorcycle slammed into the back of a truck. How is that a Clinton murder? Uh, Keith McCaskill? I don't know. And see, the problem with this list is... I know, you should be nervous. Uh None of them say how they're tied into the Clintons. Died, stabbed 113 times in 1988. That was even before the Clintons went national. Uh, Jeff Rhodes was shot, mutilated, and found burned in a trash dump. Wow. I mean, some of these, you should have kind of explained how they're tied in. And then, of course, from the list that goes from 35 all the way to 46 are all bodyguards, Clinton bodyguards, 11 of them, dead. Now, people do die. Wait, what? (laughs) That's a thing? People have probably died who attended to George W. Bush as well. And that doesn't mean George W. Bush killed them.
2: (laughs) That we know Uh, People people die.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then they're tying in the Seth Rich thing too, which is probably the most recent uh, one that Hmm. they're trying to tie in. As well as the Benghazi situation, which is incredibly fishy. Ooh. And that's not just the Clinton scale. That, to me, that's an Obama thing as well. Mm-hmm. That's Obama and Hillary. It would be interesting, though. After this life, when we find out certain things that happened, that went on, I, I think we're going to be really surprised. There's there's going to be more nefarious things than we suppose. Uh, I'll bet you. 888 nine hundred thirty three ninety three uh let's go to casey in washington casey you're on the blaze hi oh hey,
10: good morning pat hey nice to talk to you again uh you too. i was watching early this morning on a new channel that competes with uh, RFD tv which i believe has a little bit more conservative viewpoint called ride.net and they were putting on all kinds of different programming and a commercial comes up and says the coalition for support of local media all it was was an opportunity for people to call in and tell their senators that they should not support the bill for the Sinclair Tribune uh, merger capability. Well, excuse me, but aren't there more left-wing stations out there and we want an opportunity to balance the media and get the message out, get different people on? There was even a consideration for Bill O'Reilly to come on the Sinclair Network. But we don't know if that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. When I saw that this morning, I'm kind of going, good Lord, I want to call in and just tell him to go fly a kite. <laughs> yeah. I, and I'm in the state, of course, with Campwell Will and, and Tennessee, Tennessee McMurray.
1: Uh, wow. I uh, pr- appreciate the call, Casey. It's, it's interesting that that the left is always so freaked out when there's any kind of merger on media that tends to lean somewhat right. Um, because then there's some kind of conspiracy going on. I mean, every time you hear these Democrats talk about the media, it's as if conservatives control everything, when really, we don't control almost anything. Fox News, yes, somewhat, you have Fox News, and there's talk radio, and that's it. What else do we have? You got Fox News, you have talk radio. Eh, They have... MSNBC, CNN, CBS, NBC, ABC, New York Times, LA Times, Houston Chronicle, Dallas Morning News, Time, Newsweek, uh, television shows, primetime, movies, uh, all of Hollywood. Uh, are you kidding me? And then they, they try to stop mergers with conservative-based organizations? Unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. 888 thirty three ninety three.
2: By the way, lots of tweets coming in uh, to tell our caller. We had a guy, Ken in New Hampshire, who couldn't buy Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're telling him Coinbase. Coinbase is a company that will allow okay, you. Okay, so Zappo
1: is a problem zap- in New Hampshire, in New- yep. but not Coinbase. Coinbase. Correct. All right.
2: Yep. Well, there you go. Uh, I mean, man in New Hampshire. I wish I wish Ken could go back and <clears throat> buy it at eleven hundred dollars. Was it a, was his name Ken? Yeah, I think it was. Right? yeah Ken?
1: I wish he could go back and buy Gosh. it at eleven hundred but now it's ninety five eighty two So oh. I don't know. It's up to you, but try Coinbase.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh Sue in Utah, welcome to the blaze.
12: Hi, I just Hi. you know, we talk about our fears of our government, and I just remember Ruby Ridge was Randy Weaver and his wife, his uh, son, yeah. and his dog we were all killed and murdered, and we forget this. I mean, when we mm-hmm. think about um, Hillary and Bill, do we not forget that we have this? And then we had Waco, Texas, and maybe David Koresh was crazy, but there were innocent children and women and men who were murdered
3: mm-hmm.
12: again by our government, and yeah. I think that history is being forgotten. This is nothing to forget, and when we we think that... Oh, Hillary was such a good person. We should have put her in. It's like, don't we remember. Yeah, it was under their watch.
1: Yes, it was. Yeah, I I, I don't know that you could you could pin Hillary uh, for Ruby Ridge because that was what Nineteen ninety three? That was so under Bush. Your, it, that was under Bush. It was under H W Bush, yeah, right? Yeah, it was. Um, so appreciate the call, Sue. But then Janet Reno and. Uh, Waco, for sure. Um, So, would Hillary have something to do with that? Only in that she was first lady at the time. But yeah, Ruby Ridge, I think, was prior to Hillary. Um, But yes, it was the government. I mean, when you look at some of the details of Ruby Ridge, where they shot uh, his wife, right through, she was, something like she was looking through the peephole, and a sharpshooter shot her in the eye. Through the peephole, uh, just weird stuff. Yeah.
2: I'm what looking. year was
1: it? Uh, was I
2: believe it was ninety two. Yeah, it was uh, August twenty first. Yeah, and so it was 92. just before
1: the election in nineteen ninety two, right? Mm-hmm. And then, yes, David Koresh was nuts, but uh, was and he a criminal. But the way they got around that, the way Janet Reno sort of escaped any sort of controversy involving that in criticism. Was it they blamed it on them? Yeah, they they knocked over a a lamp and burned their house down on themselves.
2: Video betrays that.
1: Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, you know, the FBI who started the fire and killed, what, 80 people? 72, 75 people? Women and children. Yeah. Uh, Very few people escaped that
2: alive. And uh, there was no reason for it. I mean, just... There's no reason for it. And how many times did David Koresh go into town where they could have just yeah, taken him at the grocery store? Mm-hmm. That, if that was the target.
1: Okay. You would think so, yeah. So, yeah, there's some strange... Uh, there, there are some strange occurrences. 888 thirty three ninety three. 93 Pat Gray unleashed. And... Uh, just kind of wrapping things up from um, from the day's uh, sh- preparation here, trying to see what we haven't gotten to. Uh, talked about person of the year.
2: Well, you know what? I haven't done this random search to see if there's been anybody else today accused of sexual harassment. I, <laughs> I mean, seriously. About <laughs> and we kind time, of do that at the end of every day just to make all, sure. It's always a little Easter egg waiting for us. So let's <laughs> yeah. see here. I'm uh, hmm. mm. not seeing a new one. Huh? There is, is not a, a new one today wow.
1: yet. I'll I bet guess. you by tonight there will be. Sure. Uh, I'll sure. put $5 on the fact that by tonight.
2: How many Bitcoins will you?
1: Yeah, I see. I don't. You I don't, don't have, have any have Bitcoins? Any what Bitcoins. do you mean you don't have
2: any Bitcoins? I thought you were ahead of the They're curve on this stuff. No. I don't have
1: anything. <laughs> okay. No. Never ahead oh, of the curve. Okay. There is some good news, though. The, uh, the House this week <laughs> will go ahead with legislation allowing concealed carry permit holders to bring their guns to other states. So this is a gun rights issue that may actually go down in the right way. The House Judiciary Committee is scheduled tomorrow to consider the Concealed Carry Reciprocity Act of 2017. It just rolls right off the tongue. (laughs) The legislation was introduced in January by Richard Hudson, obviously a Republican, and followed reports of gun owners getting arrested for traveling through states with stricter gun laws. So it's okay in your, in your state, but then you cross, and now you're in trouble because they've got different laws. Which shouldn't be because the Constitution supersedes that. Like your right to own and carry your gun shouldn't be infringed. Um, in 2014, a single mother and concealed carry permit holder from Philadelphia was arrested and charged with unlawful possession of a weapon When she was stopped by the police while driving through New Jersey, which, of course, has very strict gun laws. Currently, the patchwork of laws and agreements between states is confusing and has caused law-abiding citizens to unwittingly break the law and suffer arrest and detention. So it'll be interesting to see if Republicans are able to even bring this to fruition. They haven't been able to do anything else.
2: Right. Well... Don't hold your breath. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, so we have we have a go back and take care of some unfinished business. Um, I did find yes. a celebrity uh, that was just accused. Okay, we do have an update. We do have an update. Uh, not from Hollywood though. It's an Australian celebrity. Wait a minute. Hmm? Drumroll. Gardner. Yeah. Gardner. Yeah. Don Burke. Don Burke. Come on down. <laughs> I just I'm fascinated by Gardner. the headline. Australian Celebrity Gardener Don oh, celebrity gardener, Denies sexual harassment allegations
1: <laughs> We've gotten down to Australian Celebrity Gardeners
2: <laughs> We're gonna find them We're coming for you, gardeners So help me, we know what you've been doing With the daffodils in the back Alright, more Pat Gray Unleashed coming up
0: You are listening to Pat Gray On the Blaze Radio Network Turns on the blaze radio network
1: it's a really good thing that only white people can be racist and hateful uh, because yeah. uh after calling for the death of an entire race's men uh an indiana woman recently learned a lesson the hard way that there is one hospital in indianapolis who has decided to part ways with anybody who says all white men should be killed <laughs> uh, her thing was, in a tweet, she urged white women to sacrifice their sons. Good golly. <laughs> Taisha Baker, who is no longer working at Indiana University Health, blamed white women for the world's evil in a posting to Twitter where she claimed that, quote, every white woman raises a detriment to society and when they raise a son well,
2: I'm that's, glad you cleared it up at uh, the beginning of this that only white yeah, people o- can do only be white people again keep in mind yeah. she shouldn't have
1: been fired because that's not racism it stops any confusion that's not, I mean she she may have misspoke or said something in haste um But a hospital spokesperson said in a statement, "A recently hired IU Health employee tied to troubling posts (laughs) on social media, troubling posts this weekend, is no longer an employee of IU Health." Well, good for them for actually taking a stand, because the exact tweet was, "Again, every white woman raises a detriment to society when they raise a son. Someone with the highest propensity to be a terrorist, rapist." racist, killer, and domestic violence all-star. Historically, every son you
2: had should be sacrificed to the wolves. (laughs) Wow. And she works for a hospital that takes care of people. Is that right?
1: Which is maybe why she no longer works for the hospital because they they probably saw the strange dichotomy there as well. Adding to the horror of her tweet is the fact that the nurse had made claims on Twitter that she worked in pediatrics. Oh, where there were, you know, (laughs) white children.
2: (laughs) Okay, that's a problem.
1: Seems that uh, Baker doesn't do much of anything anywhere. Not only has she disappeared from IUH, she's gone from Twitter as well. Her account's been removed. According to public nursing license records, she was issued her license on October 30th and she's already been dismissed as a nurse.
2: Oh, a whole three weeks? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's good.
1: Good run. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so, and so is the fact that in Zimbabwe they there is a new leader. How long had Robert Mugabe been there? He thirty-seven
2: like, years. Thirty-seven. I just years. thirty-seven. Holy. I mean, cow. not nearly as long as say John Conyers has been in office, but uh, right. close enough. <laughs> Okay,
1: and Robert Mugabe was the guy who stole farms from white people, gave them to his black friends, Mm -hmm. which created some problems because the black people he gave the farm to were not farmers and didn't really know what they were doing. And so they lost a lot of, well, what would be the issue? Oh, food. That's what they lost. And it caused mass starvation in Zimbabwe for a while. Yeah. Uh, Because they didn't know how to do it. They were just handed a farm. Maybe this should have been taught somewhere along the way. I don't know, but those are the kinds of things he did, and it, it was it was mass reverse racism. But now Zimbabwe has a new president, Emerson Nanangawa. I'm sorry, Nanangagua,
2: Manawaniarawa. Let's go with that.
1: Yeah, it's President Manawaniarawa. He has vowed sweeping change. Uh, seeking to reassure foreign investors and pledging to fight poverty and corruption after Robert Mugazi's uh, resignation. It's kind of shocking. He was sort of forced into it, right? Mm. Wasn't he delivered an ultimative? Like, uh, we're going to put you on trial for yeah, Mugabe? for, for uh, crimes against humanity, yeah. or or you can just quietly leave. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. Yeah, He
2: really dragged out his, uh, like a oscar speech that wouldn't end he just kept uh hanging around there but uh i'm going to be confused by this leader's name if he, if the leader of zimbabwe is named after another country how do we remember <laughs> i don't know <laughs> it's kind
1: of <laughs> I, I don't know how do you know if you're talking about the city and country or if you're talking about the president of zimbabwe when right. his name is president yeah and,
2: and his nickname i'm reminded by christian in the other room is uh, the crocodile that's right
1: oh is that really his yeah son? that's
2: his that's his nickname his
1: actual name is President Emerson Nangagwa.
2: You know, that that's Nangagwa. a shame because the name starts off like, oh, oh, I'm going to be able to knock this one yeah, out of the park. Emerson. Emerson. You can M- kind
1: that. That's a difficult one. Mm-hmm. In his inaugural address, Nangagwa set out a program of dramatic change, promised a stark reversal of a lot of his signature policies, like people whose land was seized, uh, he's apparently going to give that back. It's going to protect international investments in the country and re-engage with foreign powers. Mm. It'll be nice to have Zimbabwe back on the world stage, sure. won't it's it? been too long. I missed him. I missed him. He said, I humbly appeal to all of us that we let bygones be bygones. We must work together, you, me, all of us who make this nation. I stand here today to say that our country is ready for a sturdy re-engagement program with all nations of the world. Uh, that would be interesting if if he actually uh, follows through on that. That would be a, a refreshing change.
2: And I don't think there's a risk this guy's going to hang around for four decades. I mean, he's no. already 75. Yeah, so. he's
1: 75. That's 75 already. Holy cow. 888 933 93393 Also... Uh just to kind of wrap up the uh big story of the day, if you missed it, uh, BYU fired their offensive coordinator, Ty Detmer. And I know I know you're definitely concerned about that.
2: Um so I'm, they did they did I, fire him. They, I am absolutely concerned and I hope that it gets better for you and your team over and,
1: there. Yeah, me too. Me so. too. Definitely in the market uh for a, a new offensive coordinator, if that's you and, and you're great. Then um, give BYU a call in promo.
2: Look, I mean, look—you can get a job as an offensive coordinator in the NFL after having only um, been the offensive coordinator for one college game. That'll get you. <laughs> uh, that, that would be the You're Falcons. talking about
1: former BYU quarterback Steve Sarkeesian,
2: right? Mm, that's right. I forgot about that connection. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yes. But uh, anyhow, good luck. Uh, but don't you dare. Uh, Look over at Scott Frost for anything.
1: The Falcons, though, have done pretty well this year. They've been they clicking not? the last few weeks. Yeah, They're now up to 7-4 well.
2: after a very rough start with not sputtering bad. offense. That's uh-huh. better than 5-6 and six, like the Green Bay Packers. I'm sorry awesome. about last night, man. I fell for you. Yeah, I really I did. Did you watch that game? I watched some of it, and then Painful. I woke up. I did not see the dramatic end. I will just say, when I woke up and saw the score, I thought, dang it. Not yeah. only am I getting Pat after being off for a week, he's going to be
1: pissed. Yeah, very pissed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also... Communication specialist and ousted Trumpster, Anthony Scaramucci. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the Fandango? Is learning a hard life lesson. There are uh, consequences for the things you say. Uh Uh-oh. Even when you've been knighted by Donald Trump. And for all of his tough talk, it turns out that he's a litigious snowflake.
3: Hmm.
2: Uh,
1: He's apparently suing a graduate of Tufts University because... She said mean things about him.
2: No, no. See, you can't do that.
1: (laughs) It's consequences. No, it's consequences. Yeah, don't say things about, mean things about Anthony Scaramucci. Well, then we're all about to be uh,
2: dragged into court for stuff we say about Jeffy.
1: (laughs) All right, we'll see you tomorrow here on Pat Gray Unleashed
0: on The Blaze. Pat Gray Unleashed on The Blaze Radio Network.